Hey everybody, welcome to High Spots and Kickouts. I'm Rich, I'm sitting here with Clint. How's it going? And Brent. How's everybody doing? Uh, I just want to congratulate uh, Canada on finally joining the uh, Western Civilization with uh, their Switch. You used to have to have a cable subscription to watch uh, the network on. Like you had to have, like kind of like your TNT app, Clint. That's the only way that you could uh, watch WWE in Canada. And now they have the network. Not the Peacock network. USA is the only fucking place in the world where we got to get our fucking WWE fix from fucking NBC. By the way, it's called Peacocktober. Peacocktober. Yeah, it's just the cock. That's what I seen earlier when I first the looked cock. at it. Glance, all I seen was Cocktober, and I was like, wait a minute. It's just Peacock. Welcome to NBC's Cocktober. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is probably the only place to see. Uh, it's the great chunk or the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, too. Probably. <laughs> what your real rant should have been was the fact that they're still using seasons on the fucking Peacock Network with the network. Yeah, no, I'm saying we're the only ones that have to suffer that shit. No, not just us. Well, I guess I mean as Americans, yes, we yeah, really Americans. Have to suffer it. It's bullshit. I don't understand seasons in wrestling. There's, there's <laughs> seasons in wrestling. I understand dates. Yeah, and times. Peacock. Well, yeah, yeah, I know when you yeah. go to watch it, and it's like, oh, you're on season 15 of NXT volume episode six. It's like, or, cool. Hey, How about just, you just tell me what date it was, and I'll watch it that way. Right. Like, <laughs> right. I, I just want to watch SummerSlam 99, not SummerSlam season eight. Like, I feel like I've got like episodes to catch up on when I'm just watching the pay per view. Like, <laughs> and then I got to go back and find that chopped up in like 13 different seasons of Monday Night Raw. So, in defense of Peacock, WWE was always really kind of hard to you can it's the app was always hard to watch wrestling linearly like you always like if you're watching raw from fucking 99 you watch three episodes then you want to fucking catch the pay-per-view that goes along with or whatever you had to go out find yeah, the pay-per-view yeah they didn't run in succession straight to the pay-per-view that would have been they cool should just if have they ran you. so like wwe 1999 and like put everything in chronological order that would like yeah and then like when you get to the end of the month it runs you right into the pay-per-view and then takes you right back into the raw the night after i was always kind of pissed about that on the network and then they brought out this fucking season and episodes things on peacock and i didn't know you could have it even more fucking stupid than it was yeah on the network and i mean you can just stream it and it'll just jump from episode to episode but still like it's too hard to find if you just want to go and find something real quick like even on the old network they should even put the say, sunday night heats and shit in there with that like yeah everything yeah. but like even on the old network Talking you could snacks. go to the search bar and you could put in, like, Bret Hart, and it would have nothing but Bret Hart shit that you could find on the network. So you didn't have to go in and search for it. Now you can't go to a search bar and put in Bret Hart. You go to the search bar on Peacock and put in Bret Hart, and nothing pops up unless it's a Peacock TV show. There's, oh, like, no search there's engine. There's no WWE search There's no search engine inside of the network that they have to where you can go and search for something immediately. You have to go find it. You have to. You have to dive deep into the fucking tragedy that is the new WWE network. That pisses me off. One of the bad things about it, too, is if you try to go to, like, look at everything, it takes so long to get back or forward to something at the same time. Like, uh, like, uh, you don't have, like, a home spot where you can just hit it and go straight back to your main. Yeah. You have to hit back, like, 12 times to get back to something that you just noticed. It's like, ah, shit, did that? Well, shit. Man, that sucks. So I don't, I don't, I don't barely watch the network on Peacock. I have it. And if I do get on there, I usually watch some old ass shit. Obviously, that was like our last episode. <laughs> but uh, the new stuff, which we're about to get into extremely bad rules. But like 
Are you sure we're going to get into extremely bad rules? I think we're going to shit on it. We're going to take a big old poop on it here in a minute. Was, <laughs> like I said, it's extremely less rules. It should have just been called rules. Uh, <laughs> WWE presents rules. Right. <laughs> Except for the final match. Yeah, this is the... It's like the, extreme, but opposite. <laughs> yeah, trick them into... <laughs> let's trick them into watching, pal. <laughs> so, since we uh, talked about it last week, do we want to do the Indie Mud Show report? It's Indie Mud Show report time. And now, the Indie Mud Show report. <laughs> uh, we have brand new PWG uh, tag team champions, Malachi Black and Brody King. Oh, Malachi Black's going to get a belt someplace you can't go That's in, like the Hollywood. in the main company. That's the Hollywood company, right? Yeah, like, it's yeah. They like the Battle of L.A. and all that. Which yeah. that means that Malachi Black's gonna be in a B. Like that's where Jungle Boy came from, right? He's, he's gonna yeah. be like in a B. Aliens Excalibur. Attack Earth. Rax Caliber owns it, right? Yeah, he's one of the owners. You know what I mean? Them B sci-fi movies are like Aliens Attack Earth, or like Zombies Infested. <laughs> and Malachi Black will be in there. Um, Probably suits him. At least he won a belt. He can't go on a main roster anywhere, right? <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm happy for him. I guess. I mean, he got it because of his ties to Excalibur. Bro, yeah, and Brody King's been kind of a name that's been brought up and not like... Which he, he got po- the... He, podcasts here li- lately have been talking about Brody King a lot, not he, too much he the got TV. The, he got that win this week, and then also on uh, ROH, he was in a fatal four-way that he got the win. Um, so I, he's the one of the new new names on the tips of people's tongues right now. He's been showing up in New Japan quite a bit, too. I don't know if I can deeper dive in to find whose names on what tongues we're already talking about. There's some strange guys coming out here <laughs> in the next. Like I said, you know, I said earlier, you know, OBW's got a TV show now or getting one on the Action Channel. You got uh, Matt Cordona again. Uh, that's not the Indie Mud Show report. That's yeah. a no, nope, no, nope, it's GCW. He's Indie Mud Show now, dog. Whether you like it or not. No, no, he's no, bringing he's no. bringing them out of the indie mud show. <laughs> no, no, until they With real heat. No, last last week when I stated that uh, Fe won the internet championship and Cardona's supposed to go against Moxley, I uh, didn't read the full report and uh, Cardona had to defend the internet championship and win to be included in the championship match. So therefore, he lost. So he won't be going against. No, so no match and no title. Wah, no. Wah, wah. Well, no. He's he has a match next Saturday night at uh, the GCW event in Atlantic City. But he's going up against Effie to win his internet title back. And then at the end of the promo, he's like, "I am GCW." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the other stipulation, if Effie beats him, he can no longer wrestle in GCW. I bet Effie beats him because, I mean, I don't know how to see him. Well, <laughs> you never know. I guess he that. could stick around there, I suppose, and just not do. I mean, there was guys in ECW that didn't do hardcore matches, so it's completely possible for him to stick around and just be that. He could be a major heel there in that company being the guy who doesn't hardcore wrestle. You know what I mean? Go out of his way to not. What do you mean wrestle? he could be? He's the only one in pro wrestling that's got real heat. He is, motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. Like universal he could, spinning title. He could continue that storyline to where like he, you know, gets major heat for being the dude who makes sure he avoids wrestling hardcore. Like, uh, he, oh, the dude set a table up and then like he flips over and like kicks the legs back in so he can't use it he, he, <laughs> while he's laid out on the ground. Instead of him putting the guy through the table, he folds <laughs> it back up, puts it back under the fucking. He uh, <laughs> he did a uh, uh, name. The roll up that happened to him for him to lose the title, the New York screw job. <laughs> <laughs> but the um the main event of the GCW thing next week is uh John Moxley and Nick Gage for the GCW World Heavyweight Championship. Someone's gonna bleed. 
Yeah. Oh, there's going to be a lot of bleeding. John Moxley's going to waste a little more of his career. Yeah, he should stop doing that. Yeah. So he's probably trying to win an AEW title again, or just be in AEW for a little while. <laughs> he's in there every week. I mean, yeah, but just there. <laughs> but just there. And then we got to take a poll real quick. Is MLW going to be considered indie mud show report or not? Yeah, I think it has to be for now. All right. Well, till they get some sort of major star that would make them like they got the Von Erics. Like I said, until they get some sort of major, <laughs> major stars that would make them be really... Because right now, who knew that their shit was going to be on? They got unless the next you generation uh, Fatus, right? Yeah, they have Jacob. Just one. Uh, but like, who knew MLW was going to be on unless you watched probably the Vice Channel and they seen like a little small commercial in there someplace. Like They didn't really push at all that it was going to be on. It's almost TNN with ECW. Yeah, like, we want your wrestling show. We just don't know if we want it to succeed yet. And they went back to YouTube for now. I kind of um, was only paying attention to him because when Tony Schiavone came back to podcasting, that's where he went with Kurt because Court Bauer owns yeah. it. And uh, so I watched it a couple times then. That's really the only thing I know about it. I like that BPJ was there, and that's why I got into it a little bit. And then now he's in AEW, so it's not so it's not really a thing that I... I bought, yeah, I knew the Von Erichs was in it, too. But I, like I know, After watching it with Tony Schiavone, I'm like, oh, the Von Erichs, that's fucking cool I, shit. They try to make it feel like it's more legit fighters than it is like wrestling show, though. I think that's the big thing. Yeah, they bring, they bring in so many different kinds of styles and put the people against each other. So Former UFC guys and Olympic wrestlers and things like that to, that come in there. And I need, Well, then, if, it, if MLW is part of it, well, uh, last night they had Fightland. Yeah, they got a new champ, right? Yeah, Dude, that's your... Well, they have a couple new champs. Uh, the uh, it it will actually air Thursday night coming up on Vice after Dark Side of the Ring. Really? Yeah, but uh, we do have a, we do have a couple new champs. Jacob Fatos, eight hundred and twenty day reign as world heavyweight champion finally came to an end. Well, which makes sense. This is their first televised show in how long? Yeah, I was gonna say he hasn't defended it. So no, he's, no, he's, he, I mean he days. has it just hasn't been I on think he's, TV. I think he's really. uh, defended it like twelve or thirteen times in that period. In other companies though, like sh- little shits. That, I think they had a couple little pay per views. No, so, MLW has been shut down right since fucking uh, COVID. They, no, they've been they do tapings just like Impact and all that, and then they had thought, put it out on their YouTube channel. I thought uh, they just had empty arena. Well, they did like looked, ROH. Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, they've had a couple. They've had a couple live. They've had a couple of live events, and they've been in uh, Philadelphia at the 2300 Arena. Hmm. But uh, Alexander Hammerstone is the brand new MLW World Champion, on top of being the National Openweight Champion. It was hmm. a title for title match. Openweight Champion. It's uh, his 420th passing touchdown. Sorry, I had to throw it in there. <laughs> so congratulations to Aaron Rodgers hitting that 420 mark, dog. Was that God? No, God damn it, that was Cobb. That, that wasn't Randall. Adams. That's no, it's supposed to be my running back. No, it's supposed to be Adams. I need some points. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should not be watching football. And well, this is like this is like the exact same thing as last week's WCW <laughs> Monday Night Nitros. <laughs> it's, that, right? it's that time of year, man. People got to get over it. Football is a big deal <laughs> around these sort of fucking parts. Uh, yeah, none losing. of us are Green Bay fans, but we're cheering for Green not Bay. Not right Raw losing <laughs> ratings not, for Monday gonna, Night Football. I'm not, going, I'm not. They're going against Pittsburgh. Everybody in here has <laughs> got a jersey for a different team on, and we're hoping people on the Green Bay team do a good job. We don't hope they win. <laughs> Just hope they do a real good job. Oh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll wait, dial it back like Ric Flair there for a second. Wait, we need some points. <laughs> but uh, uh, Tajiri Who? also. <laughs> I said you. I said Tajiri. Oh. <laughs> uh, he's the brand new middleweight champion. 
He won a fatal four-way match. It's Japan. Yeah. Well, no, it's still an LW. But oh, it's an MLW? But he's a yeah. Japanese guy. Well, I know who Jiri is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, asked, bro. I'm they just... started the... Uh, well, I'm just saying there's a travel ban there. Fucking... They started the Opera Cup, and they had all the matches up until the finals on the pay-per-view. Uh, you know he lives in America, right? Does he? Yeah, and he speaks like extremely good English. I don't mean to cut you off. And Mexican nah, or okay. Spanish, I'm sorry. And he speaks he's very yeah, fluent in French. I mean, he's from Japan, like fucking. Yeah, originally, but he li- he's lived in America. For I didn't a very think so. He's time. been wrestling in Japan for like fucking fifteen years. Sometimes he goes back and forth, but yeah, dude, he lives in America. Bully Ray talks about him on the radio all the time, and he said he fucks with people and makes them think that he don't know how to speak English, but he's like one of the best <laughs> English-speaking people you've ever met if you actually talk to him. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, the finals are set for MLW's Upper Cup 2021. It's uh, Davy Richards against Calvin Tankman. Uh, I've heard of Davy Richards. Yeah. He's a. I don't know what a Calvin part, Tankman is. Was he though. part of the American Wolves with mm-hmm. Eddie Edwards? Yep. Hmm. I don't know what a Calvin Tankman is, though. That sounds strange. Uh, think of a big black dude like Mark Henry, Nobisi like Jones. The dude I read about today, his name's Mr. Pectacular. <laughs> no, that's 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 be uh, Ethan Page because he has the sweetest. Was he, what do you call him, beef tits? <laughs> no, it's whoever this OVW's on, champion is. is this, this, week on, this week Peck. on AEW, talks about he had the beefiest tits in the game. <laughs> yeah. That dude can cut a good promo, but it's his ring work that I just don't care for. <laughs> and that's pretty much what happened on uh, Fightland. Just spoilers for everybody that hasn't watched it on Vice TV coming up this week. <laughs> and that is our uh, Indie Mud That's Show report for this week. Indie Mud Show report. Uh-oh. Hey, Mojo Raleigh's going to be a host now. Of what? I don't know. I'm not going to read that shit. It's clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> so are we ready to go into uh, rules? There was no extreme about it. <laughs> the the unextreme so Extremely bad rules. All right. Who co- <laughs> which one of you guys called uh, Liv Morgan and Carmella as the pre-show? Uh, I said Liv Morgan was going to win, but she she lost, correct? No, she won. I thought she ended up losing. No, she ended up losing this week in a rematch That's on what SmackDown. It was. That's what I, it was. I picked Carmella, but... Because, uh, uh, yeah, they definitely got moved from the main card to the buy-in. The mm-hmm. pre-show. The buy-in. <laughs> Which is sad because they were push- they've been pushing Liv Morgan a lot here lately and had her on AEW's the rate. AEW's not big enough to be changing the wrestling lexicon. We're not calling that the buy-in it's still called the pre-show <laughs> no i'm going with aw we're calling it the buy-in but uh they were pushing her on all the radio shows and the talk shows and stuff so i assumed that you know they're trying to put her on the on the main card to get her some exposure because like, she's right, out now right right now they don't have a lot of women that they're really oh, pushing no, too alexa hard bliss. alexa bliss yeah alexa bliss is out yeah then they need to push more women and so like they're not though they're just not like even what's her name uh, naomi all she does is cut a promo now every once in a while right who surprisingly got drafted in one of the first couple of rounds on Naomi did? Yeah. She going to Raw now? She's on SmackDown. Ain't that where she's been? Yeah, they traded her there just a few weeks ago. But yeah, she ended up being the last pick of SmackDown. Uh, Got to keep the Friday bloodline night. together. Well, <laughs> the Usos haven't been drafted SmackDown yet. But oh, well, that's right. All right, going into the card, we had the uh, United States Championship match. It was Jeff Hardy against Sheamus against Damian Priest. And Sheamus break his face again? No. Yeah, I thought Jeff Hardy rebroke his nose. That's why there was going to be a retribution. 
No, I don't think it. I don't think it actually got rebroke. Oh, that's what he oh. said in his little. He was Twitter posting thing. pictures of his surgery. Yeah. This oh. week. Oh, he had another one. I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jeff Hardy rebroke his nose and he's oh, got to go back to wearing a mask. That's why I'm telling you, they're coming back with the fucking retribution angle, and Sheamus is going to be no, in they charge broke of them. They broke them up. They're telling you, dude. Watch, it's going to be a whole nother deal. Same fucking package, a different deal. Mason T-Bar got broke up in the draft, right? Yeah, Mace went to SmackDown, T-Bar's on Raw. Doesn't mean there still can't be a retribution, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. It doesn't. I'm just saying. They weren't on TV. Sheamus put they, that shit they in were big part of the. They were part of the Talking Smack draft picks. That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Damien, Damien Priest retained, retained the United States Did they have the stupid executives running back and forth again? No. It was literally just Adam Pierce and uh, Sonya Deville coming up to a podium and announcing picks. That's really too bad because I enjoyed watching the executives like, like there was actual people fucking <laughs> at a table someplace debating who should be on SmackDown and Raw. Nope. It was literally just about every half an hour Adam Pierce would announce the Raw picks and Sonya Deville would announce the SmackDown picks. That's some shit that used to be like Vince McMahon's front room on a Saturday night. <laughs> they now said, it's fucking said the, Bruce they said, and Ace uh, trying to figure it the fuck out. They said that the executives of USA and Fox have already made their picks and they're just announcing them for them. Dude, I was listening to Corey Gray's <laughs> podcast and they're trying to, like, it's a podcast where usually people go on there and they talk about stuff behind the scenes and it's pretty realistic. They're even trying to push that, like, there's executives or coaches who are doing the drafting in the background. Coaches. When has anybody in WWE had a motherfucking coach here recently? What <laughs> coaches have you heard of? Other yeah. than Jonathan motherfucking coachman who don't work there anymore. Dean Malenko and fucking uh, Arn Anderson got fired from there, right? No, you got, uh, you they got, were fucking agents anyway. What got, fucking coaches Chad, do you know that WWE has? You got Chad Gable coaching Otis. So he gets to make fucking draft picks? <laughs> sure, we'll, we'll say so. You're probably right. Ray Jonathan Coachman versus fucking... Rey Mysterio can summon kendo sticks, so I guess fucking Chad Gable can make all the picks for SmackDown. Ah, Chad Gable and Otis, the Alpha Academy, they got sent to uh, the this, Alpha this Academy. WWE's very much become a powers that be situation. They, they, were, <laughs> they were drafted to Monday Night Raw. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it's, it's bad booking. I was going to say Priest and uh, Sheamus and Hardy probably put on the best match of the night. Yeah, that's the best people they had in the whole goddamn damn Damian Priest win. Yeah, he retained the United he has States to, bro. title. He's too cool not to win. <laughs> he also retained the title on Monday Night Raw in a rematch against Sheamus. I think that cat would be fun to party with. <laughs> I do. I think he'd be a riot. You had uh, the Usos defend the tag team championships against the Street Profits. Usos won. Usos retained. I think I called that one. We, we all <laughs> called we all it. Did. They're going to break the street problems up. They probably should. They haven't <laughs> yet. After this last Friday, I know. Um, Then you had... Or maybe it was the Friday before this last one. You had the SmackDown Women's Championship match, Becky Lynch against Bianca Belair, which ended in a no contest. Saw the return of Sasha yeah, Banks. Sasha Banks came back. Which Becky gave her like a thumbs up and then she got a fucking so Vince McMahon paid code her, breaker too. Vince McMahon paid her an undisclosed amount of money to get a fucking COVID shot so she can wrestle. Probably. <laughs> Interesting. Just like Ted DiBiase says, man. Everybody's got a price. Right? <laughs> Everybody has a price. Dude, he just rock bottomed him. <laughs> Which uh, it was just announced on SmackDown that it'll be... <laughs> He's still down. It'll be Sasha versus Bianca versus Becky. At Crown Jewel for the Women's SmackDown Championship. 
because all the draft picks do not take effect until the SmackDown after Crown Jewel. Well, so we still have three weeks of the current roster. What day is Crown Jewel on? Like on a, a Saturday? It's like a Thursday morning. They, they need to. It's like, like nine in the morning. Yeah, they need to do away with all this the brand <laughs> like split nonsense. Morning. They need to fucking have one champion. I'm gonna call in that day. By the way, two shows <laughs> have unified like Survivor Series. They should un- or Night of Champions or whatever. This next year they should unify the belts and fucking just have one champion again and fucking have everybody. They don't have enough talent because they let them all go. Be having everybody on separate shows like that, like fucking. Fox is bitching because they don't have the big stars like Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock that WWE promised them, which they had to have been smoking pipe when they told them that and thought them people were going to be there on a regular fucking basis. And <laughs> fucking Raw has stars, but they ain't got no fucking superstars. All the superstars that what they can... What stars does Raw have? I mean, just your regular fucking stars. That, that Big E? Yeah. <laughs> didn't say superstars, I said stars. And SmackDown has everybody that would be perceived as a superstar because fucking Fox is so mad about their billion dollar deal and Raw has what's left over and what's left over is fucking stagnant water for three hours every Monday. They don't have enough right now to push everybody in every direction. So uh, go- Going back to one quick other poll because my ADD is kicking in. Uh, <laughs> we going to count ROH as Indie Mode Show Report oh, yeah. too? For oh, sure, yeah, dude. It's you have to. <laughs> All right. You have to have a, you have to have an audience. If it's on at one in the morning. Mud show is definitely right. a mud show. We're gonna we're gonna have the cutoff actually, line. Actually, it recorded yesterday at one p.m. Fifteen to one a.m. That's weird. Fifteen hundred people. What I gotta know you have is to draw fifteen hundred people to a show. What I gotta to know is is show. what was on at one a.m. Well, we're gonna be putting impact on there and me too. <laughs> oh yeah, you should. What I gotta know is what's on at one a.m. That's more important than fucking having ROH on that's on every week that they had to wait till one p.m. the next day to put the plug on. Joe, Joe Papella and his uh, rotisserie chicken ovens probably said it and forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna maybe go with you know Judge Joe Brown or something, but that's totally believable. Now, dude, at one oh. o'clock in the morning, you're watching infomercials. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you got you got. Uh, I think uh, Emerald came out with his own air fryer. You probably got that shit going on too. <laughs> bang, bam, or bam, yeah. And George, spice it up, notch. George's new new grill he's got coming out. Oh uh, yeah, he's got probably, another grill. Yeah, new one coming out. Hulk Hogan missed the boat on that shit. It's, it's, pro- it's, pro- it's probably like the Foreman Grill twelve point oh. It's it's even less grease or whatever and all that now. You know, you know, Hulk Hogan turned that shit down. Yeah, yeah, I've heard the story. <laughs> Hulk Hogan and this telling his lies and shit. All he right. went with a he went with a, what a blender. He was also supposed to be the first choice for the fucking wrestler movie too, but he was also the bassist of uh, Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> In between who? <laughs> when they before they got started, they started with Hulk Hogan. That's what he says. Yeah, back in the day. About 2006, Hulk Hogan come out and said all sorts of shit. Like, Brent's like, you guys want to go to Tampa? I need to talk to Hulk real quick. So he was the bass player before Ron McGovern? I think so. He was Metallica. <laughs> it was right on his WWE documentary in 2006. He was Metallica. He, he made all sorts was, of whacked out He claims. was literally the bass player for the demo, and then they're like, oh, this Cliff Burton cat. Yeah, we're getting Cliff. You know what the best part about <laughs> Hulk Hogan's film career is? Then in the background of, I believe it's Mr. Nanny, and he's riding his motorcycle, some dude picks his dog up and tosses it the fuck in the river. Like, really? literally, you can see a dude pick his dog up and just fucking toss it in the river. Like, fuck this dog. And Mr. Nanny? Pretty sure when Hogan's riding his motorcycle. It's, it's either that movie. It ain't Suburban su- Commando. Right? It ain't Suburban Commando, because he's riding a, like a motorcycle, and it's like 
and the, there's the beach on the side, like to his yeah, left. Yeah, that's fucking Suburban What's, Commando. When's the last time either one of you guys have watched that movie since uh, when it came out when dude, we were like six years old? I uh, bought it on Vudu. Maybe seen it when I was like nine or ten, but that was the last time. I watch it like twice a year. <laughs> Mr. Nanny Suburban Commando fucking two-pack on Vudu. He's riding a Harley, and he's got like a wife beater on, some blue jeans. You're a shirts. dead man, Ramsey. I didn't think that was Suburban Commando. I thought it was Mr. Nanny when he's riding the bike and fucking, but yeah, there's a dude in the background. He's got his dog. And he just fucking... Suburban Commando is a legit movie. He just Christopher Lloyd... Tucks, ch- chucks the dog in the river. It's, That's unfortunate. It, I mean, <laughs> it's just weird. Like, it's... It was one, I read it one time in one of the things where it's like things you don't see in the backgrounds of films, you know? And it shows the video of like Hogan the dude, driving... Like the dude in the bleacher with his dick out? Yeah. And Teen Wolf? Yeah. <laughs> Shit like that. Right. That's a true story. I've seen that video and, too, which is unfortunate. And coming, and coming next week, it'll be high spots and kickouts, the movie recaps. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. That's just that was Hulk Hogan though, so that had something to do with wrestling. Teen Wolf did not. <laughs> All right, we had the Raw Women's Championship match between Alexa Bliss and uh, Charlotte Flair. Which ne- Alexa next? Bliss lost, right? Next, yeah. Next. Yeah. Next. She she's injured. She's out for a while. She's not injured. She's sad because they fucking tore her doll up. She's uh having Charlotte Fair ripped her doll's head off and she cried. She's having surgery on her sinuses. Yeah. So she's, she's not actually she's like not I actually said, injured though. Like I said, she cried. I think she's out until her contract expires. She could try she, maybe. Yeah, AEW signing. So Since we're gonna get we're gonna get Lexi and AEW. <laughs> if not impact. Yeah, dude, she's more AEW. I don't know. We'll, we'll just have to see on that one. Probably Malachi Black. I don't know that. What, I don't know that she had. Did she wrestle anywhere how, before WWE? How do you would know? you guys feel? I don't think so. Yeah. How would you guys feel if Bray Wyatt and her debuted on AEW together? I'd be Bray fine Wyatt's with it. not going to go to AEW. <laughs> if we get to see Alexa Bliss, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I like Alexa Bliss, and I think they're using her character completely shitty wrong. I feel sorry for. Her. Yes, Charlotte Flair did destroy Lily, and then oh. we and then uh, we got to see her freak out with a fucking. Uh, uh, Alka-Seltzer tablet in her mouth and she's all like foaming from the mouth and shit. <laughs> screaming, <laughs> screaming and freaking out. Yeah. Oh. Whose idea do you think that was? He has a Bruce idea? No, that sounds like a Johnny Ace. I think they're all Johnny Ace ideas and Bruce <laughs> is just taking, I think Bruce is just taking the paycheck because he knows it's going to come to an end before too long. <laughs> he's going to freak out and bring a gun to the office like he did last time? Nah, Vince is just going to get to that point where he's like, if things are running like a well machine again, don't need you boys. See you later. <laughs> And then you had an Budget extreme, cuts. you had an extreme rules match between Finn Balor, the Demon, and Roman wanna, Reigns. He's when the ropes broke. If you want to call it, the yeah, John, John Cena broke the top rope. If you want to call it an extreme rules can't, match, you can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they just had this a video? Video just come out of the cameraman fucking with the top rope. This is the first time. Uh, they had the lighting and smoke so screwed up that you couldn't tell if there was somebody up there or yeah, not. There was. So, yeah. uh, th- this is the first time also that uh, they've had to uh, have Finn Demon or Finn Balor summon more powers from the Demon where they turned the lights powers? red. Yeah, well, he was knocked out, right? Because the he Usos, got, everybody was jumping him. He No, he got he hit the coup de grace in one, two, and gets pulled out of the ring by the Usos, and both of them start attacking him. And he overpowers both of them. And turns around and gets speared through the barricade by that's, Roman. Yeah, that's what it was. He got speared, and then the lights so, and shit go So out. he's laying face down on the ground, and Roman's laying down on the ground, and the lights go out, and then there's like a red flash, and a red flash, and like a heartbeat, and he starts convulsing on the ground. <laughs> and- <laughs> Finn, Finn Balor's music starts playing. And then his music starts playing, and he straight hulks out, bro. 
like the with the whole arms of the sky like yeah dude yeah, sets up like much. undertaker style and gets up <laughs> fucking puts roman through it puts roman through a table kids buy the shit out of that uh no he's still, he's still got beat threw, threw him back in the ring and got <laughs> on the top beat. went on the top turnbuckle to do the coup de gras again and fucking john sheena john cena showed up and John Cena showed up. Well, couldn't see him. You, could, not, you, couldn't see, you can't see John Cena. <laughs> it's not actually factual, but yeah, he got yeah. on the top rope and the top rope broke right before he jumped off and he fell and then fucking Roman Reigns pinned him for the three count. No, I guess he spared him first. Oh, I'm sorry. And then pinned him for the three count. Either way, they shit all over the demon. And then, and just then, like uh, I said they would. Then Roman Reigns kept looking up just towards... like I said they would. Roman Reigns kept looking up towards the sky like a higher power helped him. Yeah. It was The Rock. Probably. The, the real tribal chief. <laughs> uh, legit today when I was at Walmart, I seen a, a, a Dwayne Johnson adult coloring book where he's like saving cats and shit as Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> uh, from like burning buildings and shit. I think we legitimately should have put extreme rules in the Indy Mucho report. Uh, it was really bad. Actually, then, the, the wrestling was good. And then Vince McMahon went with that. You know what we really fucking hate as fans? When they had the red lights and shit when The Fiend was wrestling. And everybody bitched and fucking complained so much that he went, you know what we're going to do at Extreme Rules? Give them the red lights and the music again. Fuck them. It's probably Bruce Pritchard like, hey, we had this uh, idea impact once where like, we faked a WCW where shit broke. And it was a pretty good idea. <laughs> it's like fucking Kevin Sullivan came back and is in charge of WWE again or some shit with the weird was shit. Was he ever got. in WWE? Ooh, I don't know about that. I don't think he ever was. Like, I always think, like, man, they Kevin Sullivan's never been in WWE. Maybe as a wrestler, but not creative-wise. He was never. No, I think he was in Canada, and then he... Oh, He's in Canada. Florida. Well, no, I think he was part of, like, Canada with Stampede for a while. Oh, yeah. Then Yeah, and then he was with WCW and Georgia and all that type of stuff. So, Jim Crockett. Yep. Good old Jim Crockett. I don't know. I uh, like Kevin Sullivan. I never. I don't did. know how we got from Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor to Kevin Sullivan, but I mean, I kind of do because we're talking because about the shitty booking. The fucking <laughs> right. The booking is so fucking shit. Are you saying that Finn Balor should go to AEW and be part of? I'm fucking, saying he should be the, the demon all the time, or he uh, should just oh, be they, fucking Finn Balor and not be the demon because the demon character is somebody who's supposed to be able to not be beaten by fucking anyone. And we've already back. been beaten like fucking twelve times as a demon, so you've ruined the whole demon character. You tried to rebuild it. When you just brought it back and make it look super strong, and then you fucking shit on it at goddamn extremely bad rules, but at the same time, the goddamn top rope broke, so it still makes him look strong. <laughs> like, he didn't just fucking lose to Roman, but the top rope had to break, and then he had to get speared, and then the demon lost. Oh, yeah, by the way, the reason shit that... Uh, all so over fucking Prince Balor. He's that good. The, the reason that uh, I'm pretty sure the female match got moved is a pre-show, too. Uh, they added the new day against uh, Bobby Lashley and uh, um, the hurt the hurt locker business. No, that wasn't until Monday night. Uh, um, shit, I can't think of who was partnering with uh, Bobby Lashley, but it was a six six man tag match. Which I mean, the new day won. So can't remember who. Was, that's how great it was. There, Finn Balor's lucky that he made oh, like a big uh, ass name for himself internationally was, before he came to WWE, or he was, wouldn't uh, do shit when he left this company. It was AJ and Omos. Oh, so which Biggie pinned Bobby Lashley for the win? I hope Brock Lesnar goes to Raw and takes Biggie's title from him. So really? moving on to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> 
the fallout from rules. You had a <laughs> you opened the night with a rematch between Big E and Bobby Lashley for the WWE try Championship. To, try to steal some of that AEW Thunder by right. by putting in the old big match first. <laughs> uh, they had to compete with uh, Monday Night Football starting at the same time. Yeah, people were watching football more than they were watching Raw. Gear and fucking tee that. Probably oh, got like a like a one point two or something like that. Your team was playing. <laughs> well, I so that's why no that. one watched because it's Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Yeah, it's a big rivalry. It's a hard Monday. They smoked them. I think I probably would have watched Netflix instead of either. <laughs> I watch I watch Monday Night Raw. But uh, yeah, the return of the Hurt business, kind of maybe. Who knows? We'll oh, yeah. see what happens. Because Bobby Lashley don't have a title and now he needs friends. And well, yeah, MVP. And had because his of surgery. WWE and nothing makes any fucking sense. Let's Shelton just ba- put the Hurt business back together with no explanation and no fucking reason. But the, Benjamin's so underrated. But the uh, regular the regular rematch ended at a no contest. Just a big brawl between the New Day and the Hurt business. Shelton Benjamin. So, of course, of course Adam so, Pierce had to come out and be like, oh, no, this is not how we're ending this. Fuck so that. So tonight in the main event, we have the two of you in a steel cage match. Fuck that. The announcing was particularly bad this week, too. I gotta shit on. I gotta take about a half a minute to shit on the announcing real quick because first of all, the hurt business was in the fucking ring first, and then then the new day came out, and then Byron Saxon started going, "What's the hurt business thinking? They're coming out doing, coming out here and interrupting the new day and bothering blah blah blah." And like he was trying to make it seem like it was the opposite way that it was. Like the new day came out and pulled some heel shit, basically interrupted them and got you know did their thing. And then, like, Byron Saxton, like, was like, no, the fucking Hurt Business came out here and got in New Day's business. But Hurt Business was in the ring to begin with. And New Day came out. Like, Byron Saxton's got to be the worst fucking announcer I've ever heard in my entire life. And that's a good part. They're not drafting announcers and shit with the draft, are they? Uh, Probably not. They did. No, it's just just wrestlers. Oh, wait. Can't say wrestler. Superstars. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just what that's a good another part of the reason why I can't watch Raw. The announcing isn't particularly horrible, even with Corey Graves on there. He, they can't save it. It's they at least can't. a lot better with uh, Jimmy Smith instead of Adnan Verk. Yeah, wow. I liked it. <laughs> Woo! I liked Renee. He's a he's a baseball and Corey guy. Graves. And I didn't care for Booker T as much, but that revolving chair don't bother me that much. But I liked Renee and, and uh, Corey Graves in there together. What what happened to uh, is uh, is is Wade Barrett still on NXT? Yeah. Yeah, they should bring him up to the main roster. Him, Vic, Joseph, and Beth Phoenix. Nah, Beth fu- Phoenix. Fuck them yeah. other two, but... Beth Phoenix is a real good announcer. And she's okay. Those two women pay-per-views, I was like, wow. Like, she, even the announcing is badass. She, she dialed these. it in the whole pandemic, though. She wasn't even there. The other two announcers were there, and she just she dialed it in from home the whole entire time. Hmm. Well, she don't get... She gets a lot of credit for doing a good job, but she ain't as good as Renee is. Well, uh, <laughs> they're trying to make you forget about Renee and the WWE is what they're trying to do. We'll uh, save the cage match for the end of the Raw segment. Uh, you had Charlotte open an issue, or o- issue an open challenge for the Raw Women's Championship. Any guesses on who uh, came out to challenge? Well, I already know. You're, I don't know. It's the Dewdrop, right? It was oh, Dewdrop. Yeah, 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 Dew which ended in a segment with uh, sh- somehow Shayna Baszler coming out and fucking up Eva Marie. So Eva Marie's injured now too. Oh, so that she means like she's the gonna arm get stomp thing. Yeah, same she, that she did to Nia Jax the week before. Gonna, she's gonna get let go on budget cuts next week. That shit looks it's called painful. future. It's future endeavored. Oh, no, they've been budget cut, budget cutting people, not future <laughs> endeavoring people. You had uh, a U.S. title rematch, which it ended up being Sheamus and Priest in a no DQ match. 
I've seen that about 150,000 times now. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, they need more talent for both shows, so they need to end this fucking uh, company bullshit. Figuring it's about the sixth time that those two have wrestled each other. Man, it just makes my nuts. In five weeks, probably. But uh, Damian Priest retained the United States title. You know, even in like 95 and 94, when Raw was like just completely unwatchable, they didn't have the same fucking match every week. They go by the 50-50 rule now, man. No, I don't give a fuck about none of that bullshit. At least most of the time. Uh, That's Brock Lesnar. We got to see AJ Styles against Matt Riddle again, which was a great match. Probably the best, night, probably the best match of the night, I would assume. Riddle got destroyed. Styles clash. No Randy. Randy was missing again. Yeah, he's sitting yeah, at least got, he trusts him to do the Styles clash. Randy's having issues. He's sitting at home. He's not medically clearing, right? I don't know. It didn't say that. I know Riddle got choke slammed by almost too. Didn't say Randy's not medically clear. He's just not around. He went home. Hmm. I seen that Riddle was calling Orton his spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> his best friend Randy. He's a viper. Well, we got to see. Uh, I hear voices in my head. <laughs> hey, it's bad enough we have to hear Riddle sing that man. Come on now. <laughs> we got to see Goldberg do a promo. We got to see Goldberg. Oh, yeah. It's always great when you get to see Goldberg. (laughs) And either he was half asleep cutting that promo or he was reading off of a teleprompter while he was cutting that promo. he's like 57 years old. He forgot forgot (laughs) to put on his glasses. He didn't cut that promo. He was reading that bitch off a (laughs) card and didn't have his glasses on. He's going to get his revenge on Bobby Lashley. Squint his eyes in. I think he's just old. That's how his eyes look now. No. Was he doing his best Robert De Niro impression or what? No, his face just sagged. (laughs) <laughs> I think he was. I think he was reading off something written for him. I don't think that was a do my son because Goldberg can't cut a promo, dog. Ooh, that was out. That was your guy. Ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was pretty much uh, Monday Night Raw. Besides the uh, cage match and the main event between Big E and Lashley, which Lashley fucked up Big E before they ever got in the cage. Of course he did. So then they throw him in the. Then they went to commercial break and they came back and they were in the ring and. Lashley kicked out of one uh, big ending, but he didn't kick out of the second one, so Big E retained the WWE Championship. Good for Big E. I'm happy for him. Cause yeah, it's, no, it's cool he's a champ. Because it's a new day. <laughs> it's cool yes, he's it a is. champ. But, uh, all right. Now, now Xavier Woods needs to be a champ. Hey, man, he might get to get in the uh, King of the Ring tournament they're starting next uh, Friday yeah, night. he's going to become King Xavier, and then fucking New Day's going to break up. They, <laughs> next Friday night on... Uh, You're fucking with Pritchard and Ace now. New Day will break up. I do vow that. Sure they've been together for fucking a decade. They will break up. People think they're going to be a group forever and ever until the end of day is holding hands That's and prancing how, and shit. They will break up, ladies and gentlemen. Works. They will break up. Fred. Next Friday night on SmackDown, they start the King of the Ring tournament and the Queen's Crown tournament. That's kind of cool that they're doing the Queen's Crown tournament. But I'm like, calling Carmella. She's they should just win. go back to having a fucking King of the um, Ring pay-per-view. I don't remember who said it. Uh, it's, uh, it's a prominent old-timer, but he thinks <laughs> that... Uh, it's a prominent old-timer. He thinks Rhea Ripley should be the first Queen's... Uh, crown champion that prominent old timer's name is brent spirit i'm calling i'm I'm calling queen mella Ooh, that's a good one 
is everyone in it or is it only they haven't announced that much yet mm, i gotta see who all's in it first before i can say anything because that, that sounds like some shit that they would probably let charlotte win first right off the gate <laughs> she yeah, doesn't yeah. need to she's already the queen doesn't matter dog she's charlotte flair she's gonna be the first 16 time fucking women's title holder in wwe and she's gonna her be contract's the, gonna be up before that, and she's yeah. gonna be an AEW. They'll make with sure Andrade. she gets sixteen before her contract's up. Watch, she'll win them and lose them on Raw like it's fucking hot. No, fucking they're candy. gonna give her fifteen and be like, "So you're gonna beat your dad's shit or not?" They're gonna John Cena <laughs> right as soon as her contract <laughs> yeah. comes up. Which speaking of, uh, she'll just go to AEW, win one more title, and call herself the sixteen-time champ. I I did read an article the other day that pre- tried to predict the next five champs for AEW and WWE. Which the next five for WWE? Uh, Hangman Page ain't on that list nowhere. Is Twice. He? Nah, dude, he ain't even gonna be in the casino fucking That's fucking uh, ladder match. He it's got uh, it's got Brian Danielson, uh, Hangman, Kenny Omega went in the back from Hangman. Hangman went in the back from Kenny Omega. That's not gonna happen. Not now. And then, uh, shit, who was the last one? Miro, right? Yeah, Miro. I could see and then the, uh, the Hangman shit happened if Brian and fucking Punk hadn't got signed, but who the fuck is Hangman Page now? I'm, He's going to have to come back and rebuild his whole name and character. I but keep the, reading his name, but, but the, w, the, w, the WWE shit. ones, though. It's got Brock. Roman? It's got Roman. Brock? Yep. <laughs> and Roman? No, it's got Roman. It's got Brock. <laughs> it's got Damian Priest. It's got John Cena. Mm. And Braun Breaker. They, they need to wait on Priest for a minute and Breaker. Braun Breaker's good, yeah, I suppose, but he don't need to be. So I got a question though. Two Ks in there, not one. Yeah, I got a question K's. with NXT Give them two, two Ks, pal. Which we're about to move on to two point So <laughs> I, I have a fucking question about it because should it, should it be Indy Mojo? So what? <laughs> yes, yes, it should. <laughs> well, they're bringing back the attitude, right? And Braun Breaker's talking about. <laughs> Are they? I'm, I'm a fucking my balls and my bitches. I'm gonna, yeah, fucking. When I see goddamn Godfather on there pimping hoes nationwide and rolling fatties <laughs> for pimp daddies, <laughs> then I will call it fucking. <laughs> attitude no, no, no you're not gonna put I'm a dude on there who's fucking woke got, and have fucking braun breaker screaming about bitches and balls and be like we've got the attitude now guys which the, God, which the godfather yesterday on twitter fuck out of here with that shit said he's done he don't like fucking well no the god be events no more the godfather yesterday on twitter posted a picture of him, him and, and undertaker. Uh, undertaker having some drinks you think <laughs> papa sean goes in undertaker's house of horrors or what <laughs> <laughs> he might be fucking uh uh <laughs> All right, so what's your question? About My question N- is, 2.0? so they're bringing back the attitude. He's talking about balls there's, and there's fucking been no bitches. There's been no fucking attitude <laughs> on that show. Balls and bitches, and they canceled the a motherfucker, and then he's not canceled He's now. been uncanceled. I don't, know how they, I don't think they know how to bring the attitude. They're from Greenwich, Connecticut. So, I mean, all those are kind of shortcuts and make it easier to get over in wrestling or whatever. If you say the word bitches on TV, I guess. I mean, if yeah, if right you here. haven't heard it for 15 years on WWE, it's like, ooh, man, that's scathing. <laughs> At, so, but it's supposed to be the farm league, right? They're Pipe supposed bump, to get yeah. rid of all the old thirty-five-year-old people. That yep. fucking indie mud show bullshit. Yep, they're gonna and, bring him up and cut his balls and make him say, "Right." So, how is that? How is them getting to do the cool shit now? Like getting them prepared for fucking cartoon. It's WWE. not. They need someone to watch NXT, and that's Vince McMahon's way of selling NXT. Is that it's gonna be more edgier than what Ron Smackdown is so and you, you got, should keep on watching yeah, it. And and he's going to be breaking legs and, and you got Mandy Rose showing more cleavage. And they remade the beautiful people on NXT 2.0 basically. Mandy Rose's group is just the beautiful people repackaged yeah. basically. Yeah, but they're called Toxic Attraction. You know 
you know what I'm saying? Like Bruce Pritchard's taking the Impact style, I and Johnny Ace is coming with the WCW style, and oh, we she's got coming. she's coming after the title. The, the powers that be on SmackDown and Raw drafting fucking left and right, and fucking. I don't want to listen to you shitting on Mandy Rose. I, I cannot shit on time. Mandy Rose. I love Mandy Rose, but I can shit on the fact that they're trying to rip <laughs> off the beautiful people gimmick. It's toxic attraction, dude. Fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> all right, we'll start with 2.0. You know how we're going to change it? Make them all non-blondes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Three of them. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you had the you had the first match of the night. Oh, had, I, think, I think that's a good job, Vince. <laughs> All right, I really like that. <laughs> you had B, you, you had B Fab from uh, Hit Row <laughs> against Electra Lopez of uh, Legato Del Fantasma and No DQ Street Fight. I don't know what that you one just dude, said. That like one dude's on SmackDown now, right? Which one? The first thing you said. The Hit Row guys. Yeah. Yeah, they just got drafted, yeah. But oh. not that's a group that's they go as a group, right? Not as yeah. one. Which yep. is fucking stupid. Oh, Damar Dodson down. Yeah, how'd they get all of them? That's fucked up. Because it's NWO rule. When we get to the draft, that goes after all the way Smackdown. back to draft number one. <laughs> oh. I'll I'll explain the rules. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Because <laughs> if we got the whole hit row moving, then all of New Day should have moved. No, because they already broke up Big E. He's not technically. They're not apart. broke up. He's not technically part of the New Day. They split them up on last year's draft. But he's in every other segment. Well, yeah. <laughs> or shows up being creepy in the background, licking well, chairs and actually, shit. Actually, they didn't draft. It's like making love to chairs, dude. They actually didn't draft the New Day. They drafted he's Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. He, he can be the champ making love to chairs, but fucking uh, Eugene couldn't be champ. They don't talk about Eugene no more. Right. Ain't that funny? <laughs> Rest well, in peace, Nick Densmore. Your wrestling wrestling career. He's not. Oh, <laughs> you didn't let me get that all out. No, but he he got on pills though. That's why he got fired. Well, that's fine. But his wrestling career is still dead. <laughs> all right, going back to B Fab and Electra Lopez. Like shit. That sounds like an electric light show to me. An electric light show would have been better than that fucking match. It's like <laughs> Dead Mouse is going to be up there on the DJ. You, draft, you drafted Hit Row, who we've barely seen three of them fucking wrestle. B-Fab cannot fucking wrestle. They're fucking serious hard rappers, though. No, they're not. Hit row, hit row. They fucking suck. <laughs> like, Swerve's the only one that can actually wrestle. Nah. Swerve? Isaiah Swerve, Scott. Which, speaking, Swerve. Of, speaking of that, he's now going to SmackDown, so... I thought you liked the way they named them guys in WWE like that. Like Wesley? I mean, I have to... <laughs> Wesley... So what's going to happen with the North American Championship? Because currently he's the champ and has never defended the title one time. Goes up in a tournament, dog. That's what we like to do in the next. Vince team. doesn't like tournaments. He's it's Johnny Ace and Bruce's thing, and no, Triple H no. and Sean, right? It's still Vince. Vince Sean. just kind of has the puppet. Triple H now having a heart attack. Yeah, but you know, I'd have phone calls. He's I'd had a heart attack because he lost his whole roster. His... I'd lose my whole roster. I'd, I'd have a heart. Fucking... I'd have a heart attack. So I didn't have to deal with that dumpster fire either. <laughs> <laughs> It ain't funny, but it kind of is. But you know, like he left and had one roster. And he's coming back. You, you could tell. One. You could tell that those two females were trying to remember what the hell they had to do next. So instead of actually making it look good, they were stiff as shit. They couldn't do the moves. Like hard camera was picking up like drop kicks of them on like four feet apart. It was terrible. What's more, is even more fucked up is like Scott Hall and fucking. Kevin Nash, X-Pac, all the drugs and all the crazy shit, right? 
Triple H healthy as shit and like having heart attacks. That is, that <laughs> is true. The only guy who protected everybody like has the weakest heart. It was a genetic defect. Oh, is that what they said? Uh-huh. Mm. All right. What, Let's move on to Joe. What are you Joe. doing, dog? Turning on the motherfucking Bucks versus the Pats. That game doesn't start till 7.30. Started five minutes ago, it says. Yeah, what? the pre-show. Oh. You fucking animal. Sunday <laughs> Night Football doesn't start till 7.20, dude. That's what I was going to say. Oh. This show got a whole other hour left, bro. My bad. But, uh... <laughs> you have Joe Gacy come fuck? out and do another promo of him not being canceled like we talked about last week. They sh- he should go to AEW and be with fucking Dan Lambert. Joe Gacy sounds a lot like John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> yeah, it could happen. He could wrestle Dexter Loomis. Right. You had uh, Zion Quinn make his debut. He looked per- He's a Samoan kid. It's funny that the dude's name is Zion with the fucking Matrix 4 about to come out. Hmm. <laughs> Which... Apparently is his is he a Samoan that's not related to the Fatus? No. Uh oh, we got a new Samoa Joe. That's why they let him go and made him give the belt up. And uh <laughs> uh the Quinn guy's wife is Sorry, the, pal. Is we've, the girl is the We've is met the, our fat Samoan quota. You gotta the, go. <laughs> the the Quinn guy's wife is the Cameron person that he was talking about a week or two ago that cut the album with uh the inspiration. Who is it now? I think her name's like Harley. I think her name's like Harley Cameron or whatever. She's the rapper. Yeah, that that Zion Quinn. That's his wife. I bet a dollar they start calling him the Simone submission machine, and the chant gets Zion's gonna kill you. (laughs) Starts going. You can't say kill in WWE. Remember, it's just crowd, not the wrestlers. Oh, okay. Still can't say kill in WWE. They'll just do like they did on Fox and pump crowd noise. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, they'll just go to dead sound. Cause oh, you know what? We also we forgot to talk about. I go all the way back to extremely bad rules. Okay. When Paul Heyman told, yeah, one before Roman Reigns put the demon through the table the first time before he did the convulsions and the lights came on and all that. Fucking Paul Heyman had the table set up and he told Roman Reigns to make sure that he took it to the extreme. And the crowd was like, nah, bro, it's, we're not reacting to that. Like the Philadelphia, they were in Philadelphia, which is ECW territory, yeah? There yeah was, and the crowd just shit on Paul Heyman? And then no one reacted to it. And not only that, how are you going to be in, e, in ECW territory and like have one extreme, extreme rules match. match? It wasn't even barely an extreme rules match. <laughs> ECW crowd didn't even show up to the show. Philadelphia this. shit on Paul Heyman. I don't. I think Philadelphia is done with WWE, man. <laughs> I think if AEW is there, you'd have heard the ECW chants. But uh, also, um, I didn't realize that the Arthur Ashe was the first time that there had ever been a wrestling show there ever. Yep. And uh, Jr. talked about soccer. It on a, it's a soccer stadium, right? Tennis, it's soccer, and tennis. Yeah. Uh, Jr. talked about it on his uh, podcast. He said they weren't ready for that amount of people to be in there. He said they took it lightly, like they didn't think that wrestling drew that many people. It's the hottest ticket in wrestling, man. Well, he said they kind of acted like, eh, it's not going to get no 20,000 like, people. That's like the report that came out about Cincinnati. And that, that's, uh, they think that's why their cashless system went down and they didn't have enough food and all that for the people because they was like, there ain't no way they're selling this building It should be happening everywhere now. Football games and shit now, too. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's just like uh, the whole story that came out about Cincinnati that uh, – the main stadium in Cincinnati went and rent to AEW because of their yeah they're tired their, of Vince their, McMahon. No, no, the main stadium wouldn't rent to AEW because of their relationship with WWE. So AEW went to the secondary stadium, sold the oh, motherfucker out, and then when 
WWE was there like two weeks later at the main stadium, they only sold like half capacity. So <laughs> yeah. they fucked up there, didn't they? <laughs> AEW's the hot ticket in town right now. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the tip of everybody's tongue every at the end of every week. You know what I'm saying? So it's what the it's what like you said when you got that thirteen to like thirty demographic or whatever man that's four, where fourteen to forty nine you you know your dad I, me and my buddies want to go watch a wrestling show we ain't going to watch WWE we're going to watch AEW so you got a car full of kids every time you're going to watch that shit or you got a gang of adults uh, like when we went and watched it you know what I mean or it's yeah, a giant ass group of people together like there's shitloads of groups of people there too uh, but like WWE just ain't there right now they're they're too like I said they're they're struggling to fill up fucking They're too cartoonish. Right now. They're just too cartoonish. And they insult people on a regular basis. And even as a child, like my kid watches at 11 with me every once in a while. And she's getting to the point where she doesn't want to watch WWE because she's insulted by the shit. If an 11-year-old's insulted by it, what's that say about you? <laughs> wrestling cyclical. They're about to come back. Even at 11, I wasn't that insulted by wrestling. <laughs> I was enamored by the shit still and even now I'm like god damn this is barely watchable and even she's like hey, I don't really want to watch this tonight because it's just not but I get her on a Friday night and I can get her in here and we'll watch Rampage and she'll sit and watch the whole motherfucking thing and be excited about it <laughs> alright going back to NXT 2.0 we finally got to see MSK since the reboot they came out as the tag team champions the reboot yeah, NXT, NXT 2.0. Brand Did they reboot the tag team as well? No. No. But they came out. Well, no, they you were, made it sound like they redid the... No, like we just haven't seen the tag team. They changed. Like they made them cut their hair, and now they wear suits and shit. No, they... Uh, They're a corporate tag team. They have them talking to more attitude. I think they said shit and balls and stuff, mm, too. Everyone says balls. You know how we'll put the attitude in there and make them all say balls. So, uh... I like, like this line right here, but could you add balls to it? <laughs> They had a pretty good uh, promo. The grizzled young <laughs> veterans came out. Uh, that new Carmelo Hayes and Trent or Treat Williams came out. Carmelo Hayes. Yeah. Carmelo Hayes. Which he, he has the contract for. Treat Williams? Isn't that the dude who was in the substitute too? <laughs> yeah. His name's either Trent or Treat. Hmm. Don't pay that. I haven't paid that close attention because I really think the show's a dumpster fire right now. You know who I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Substitute too. You've seen that movie? Yeah. Well, actually, he, like two through, a, two through six. That dude's been in a whole bunch of shows and movies and shit. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, uh, that's who's wrestling. No, it's, that's just the motherfucker's name. I think that's it's the his, same name. It's his name. Oh, he's uh, B. Tom Berenger. And then uh, <laughs> you have a brand new tag team of Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. They're country boys. Like their promos, they've been in bars drinking and getting in fucking bar fights. Oh, APA two point oh. Yeah, oh, pretty much two point oh. Add it to the end. We had that promo, no, so we haven't had that promo. We haven't had that style in a while. So we're gonna see what happens. Yeah, they tried it with Landscape and Trevor Murdoch. Didn't get over six. Didn't get over then. It won't what get over now. Why? I think I think since they Everybody's brought country uh, now. They already got Cameron Grimes. They don't need good old boys. He they got one. Count. They got skanky good old boy who eats possums. Well, Cameron Grimes <laughs> might be getting drafted tomorrow. Fuck tomorrow Cameron night. Grimes. They need a future endeavor him as you would like to call it yourself <laughs> i'll call it budget cuts you say but, future endeavor. but since they called out those three tag teams during the msk promo i think msk might be coming up too wwe needs tag teams yeah they do need tag teams on raw so, and smackdown and they're trying to bring in new characters on nxt so i would assume you could either bring up msk or you could bring up the grizzled young veterans either one would be a fucking improvement on the tag team division i think i'm gonna assume that the Quite a few of the tag teams are going to get brought up, and I think there's going to be a fair amount of females to get brought up too. Fans I think. don't give a fuck about tag teams. I think he let motherfucking FTR go. 
like top, recently. It's yeah, <laughs> and it's top team out. Because <laughs> they were too opinionated. But they do need tag teams. They have been clamoring. We've had, people have been clamoring for tag teams on the main show, so I'm Be sure they'll get the more. Mason T-Bar and shit. That's because that was a terrible tag team. They should just Mustafa let him be Dominic I really, I really think that they're both going to get repackaged once they get he to their separate brands. Dominic Dijakovic, or yeah. he'll probably just be Dijakovic on Raw. Well, yeah, because you can't call him Dominic. Or it'll just have another be Dominic. Or it'll just be Dijo, which is even. Where they got another Dominic, pal? Prince Mysterio. His nickname ha, on. Ha. His nickname on <laughs> NXT was Dijo, so I could call, hear them just calling him Dijo and giving him a stupid gimmick. Put a mask on him and call him Daijo. You, you had a, <laughs> you had Braun Breaker do a, a promo about not being a very patient person. That's two Ks. Is he still smiley? Yeah. It's two Ks. Two Ks. <laughs> he don't got the Steiner attitude. He just sounds like him. He's, He's a happy Steiner. So yeah. then later on in the show, you had... Corbin uh, could be a tag team. Champa. Champa Skyped in. And they put it on the uh, <laughs> Titan Drone. Is he from Canada? I have no idea. It looks like he, he was at home in his own gym, but uh, looks like that Champa and Breaker he match was in is, the back room someplace, and fucking probably. they just said just but, uh, hang out here for a few minutes. Looks like that match is going to happen sooner rather than later. What's it, my dog La Knight doing? Jack shit wasn't on the show. I bet he gets drafted. Uh, you had the women's tag team championship match between Io Shirai and Zoe Starks. I think Io gets drafted. She's getting drafted. She already did, right? I'm sure she did. They went up against uh, Toxic Attraction, the JC Jane and uh, Gigi Dolan. Uh, Starks and Shirai retained the women's championships. They have a female Starks and then a male Starks in AEW. Yeah. Someone's well, trying Z- to rip someone off. It's Zoe Stark. Sorry. No no S at the end. It's oh. not Starks. It's just Stark. Okay. Uh, Zoe Stark, Tony Stark? Mm, kind of sounds similar. <laughs> Roddy Roddy Strong defended the NXT Cruiserweight Championship title against uh, Grayson Waller, another new kid. Isn't it neat that, um, what's his name, the little guy who dresses like Back to the Future? Kushida. It looks like he's like in a street fight that he never got to be in. <laughs> yeah, Kushida can go back to New Japan. I mean, he's a former IWGP junior heavyweight champion. And he's probably big enough to go to the heavyweight division now. So... They need some people. He can go home. I don't know, man. It's all sad. Rod, Roddy retained the title against the rookie. And uh, we had the Index honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> index. Uh, which it ended up pretty much just being Johnny Gargano spying on those two and trying to get them to not fuck. Because you know what happens on... You know what happens at the honeymoon? I know. I gotta. I gotta <laughs> assume that Johnny Gargano is about to be let out of his contract, and I don't think he's gonna renew that shit up. He should be smart. He won't anyway. I think. Uh, we had a uh, lashing out a new promo t- talk show thing with a uh, lash legend, which she seems really fucking retarded. Like lash Larue. Hmm. I'm pretty sure she's a former basketball. WNBA basketball player who wasn't Lash Larue or Johnny Ace guy when he one of the new guys that Johnny Ace put out whenever they all came from WWE to <laughs> yeah I think yeah, so. yeah he was <laughs> one of WWE's hot young stars Lash Larue but that's a Johnny Ace one right there we uh, Corporal Cajun 
He was better as Corporal Cajun. We got to see <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly finally wrestle against Ridge Holland. Our lovable loser, Kyle O'Reilly. I bet nah. he gets drafted up to the main roster he, and loses all the time. But I bet he, he loses a, in really nice fashion. He beat Ridge Holland. I'm saying main roster. Oh, all right. He's NXT's little guy right now. But as soon as he hits the main roster, he's going to be just big enough to lose. <laughs> Sweet. All the time. But he's going to lose in such a good fashion that everybody's going to be like, damn it, Kyle, you were so close. He's going to be like the Cubs. And then in the main event, we had Frankie Monet versus Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Championship. I think Frankie's going to get drafted to Raw so she can be with her husband and they can go on against fucking Miz she and his. She did get drafted, right? No. no. French, French lady. She's the, uh, well, right now she's the leader of uh, Robert Stone's brand. Yeah, who's Robert Stone? Nobody important. Right. <laughs> well, just to let you know, it was a good match. Yeah, usually she puts on a good match, uh, 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 the Bruja. And uh, Raquel Gonzalez retaining the Women's Championship. She's a really good wrestler, too, female wrestler, and I think that she's probably, I would assume she gets drafted. Why wouldn't you not want her, especially being someone like Vince McMahon, how, I don't then, know how she's not made it to the main roster already, to be honest with you. And then the show ends with Toxic, toxic Attraction coming out and destroying Raquel Gonzalez and Mandy Rose holding the NXT Women's Championship. Did they put a fucking paper bag on her head at the end? No. Okay, give it a couple more weeks and they'll start doing that. And then we'll, <laughs> we'll totally know that they're ripping off the beautiful people. <laughs> the thing is, though, they're, I think when their music comes out, it kind of sounds like Marilyn Manson's beautiful people playing. Or at least there's one wrestler on NXT right now whose that, music does sound like Marilyn Manson. That used to be SmackDown's entrance. So they might own. entrance, right? No, SmackDown. So they might own some sort of right to that the sound of it anyway, so it sounds kind of the same. There was somebody on NXT who said that Killswitch Engage almost did their music, and it made me laugh because they actually did CM Punk's music. So you must be shit horrible if they almost did your music and didn't actually do your music. <laughs> and then we'll move on to Friday Night SmackDown, which was night one of the draft, which we'll get into that after the breakdown of the matches. His real, his original WWE music anyway is obviously Cult of Personality is what he's left with, but his original first music in WWE was Killswitch Engage. So uh, Brock Lesnar returns. Made his third appearance out of six that he's supposed to do. Brock Lesnar? Yeah. On SmackDown? You mean Cactus Lesnar? Cactus <laughs> Lesnar. Yeah. Pretty sure he had Cactus Jack's leather flannel on, didn't he, when he showed up? Yeah, it's, it was Cactus Lesnar. Alex now. called him uh, Lumberjack Barbie earlier. <laughs> it made me laugh. Uh, I, he looked more like Cactus Le Cactus Lesnar to me. <laughs> Which he ended up F5 in both of... Uh, the Usos and Roman stand outside the ring and ran like a little bitch. Gave him a German suplex too. Brock yeah, it's suplex city. Yeah, they didn't look very good. And but he, didn't he stare Jeff Hardy down like he was fucking? Yeah, uh, Jeff Hardy got drafted to uh, SmackDown. So Caleb Braxton's <laughs> like, and introducing one of the newest uh, members of the SmackDown roster, the charismatic enigma Jeff Hardy, and he goes up to talk, and then Brock walks into the picture and he just looks at him, and Jeff's like. I'm out and <laughs> runs off screen. Uh, Jeff Hardy's like that foster kid that just keeps getting moved around from home to home because nobody wants him. <laughs> he a can't stay on one show very long at all. He keeps AEW moved. would gladly take him. Nah, we don't need him over there. Be part of the Hardy Foundation or whatever. No, he wouldn't. He'd be, it'd be, they'd be beefing with each other and it'd be a waste of fucking TV. You can have Jeff join the group with Brian Danielson and mm -mm. Christian Cage. and mm -mm. Keep him off TV. <laughs> That's sad. You don't think he deserves a job? Backstage roles, a fucking agent. He's past his due date, homie. That's what I think. So is Matt. He's about the same age as AJ Styles. Matt needs. Well, we'll we'll keep seeing Brock for the next few weeks because he's got the match against Roman at Crown Jewel. 
coming up on October 21st, Thursday morning at 9 a.m. <laughs> Great time to put a fucking pay-per-view. They don't give a shit. They're getting paid bars of gold. That is true. <laughs> bars of gold. <laughs> Vince think, McMahon, guarantee he's getting paid think get... all his weight in gold. I guarantee it. It didn't work out for him very well last time. Well, that's because he never got the gold last time. This time he's probably pre-getting the gold, and they're all going to fly private so they don't get stuck over there again. <laughs> Ed, Edge returned. They still ain't never talked about that yet. This but. time, if they get stuck over there, it'll be hostage situation. Just give it like 10 years, there'll be a dark side of the ring fucking Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia <laughs> and fucking people will be on there talking about how shit horrible WWE is then. But uh, Edge made his return to SmackDown after leaving for the medical facility three weeks ago because of <laughs> Seth Rollins. Didn't he get drafted to draw too? Yes, he did. <laughs> Which uh, he was in the ring answering Seth Rollins' challenge, and uh, Seth Rollins appeared on the screen and was at Edge's house going to visit Beth Phoenix and the girls, which weren't home. Isn't that like uh, Edge going to John like Cena's he, dad's house? Like he, like he, uh, well, yeah, he's not, he, he doesn't want to be Edge Light. <laughs> you, t- you tell everybody I'm not ben, Edge Light. Becky's probably not real pumped about it. Seth going over there. So him. he's Seth Rollins, the rated R. The, th- the thing is, he knocks on the door, superstar, and he's like, and the door just pops open. He's like, "You guys really? Don't, I know you live out in the middle of nowhere, but you don't lock your damn doors." And he goes in there, and he's like, "Beth, so Bethy, Bethy, Bethy." Then it was actually straight up breaking and entering. So, which WWE? So then Edge, breaking and entering. Edge, take, That's nice. Edge takes off and runs door, to the back. Oh, so kids, if you're out in the middle of the country and you can just fucking turn a doorknob and the door comes on open, hey, he you didn't, can just go ahead and no, go on just in knocked. if you'd like. He, didn't, he, he, didn't he just knocked and the door popped. He didn't open the door. Okay, it's like Rey Mysterio summoning a goddamn kendo stick. But uh, Shit happens sometimes. No, nah, dude, they got, they got dogs, bit, they go got to dogs and like, shit over there. Best. They got dogs and shit over there. They're not leaving <laughs> their doors in, open. In a later segment, you have Edge calling Beth Phoenix and... He's like, where are you? She's like, we're at the grocery store or whatever. He's like, go to your brother's house. He's like, Seth's at the house. <laughs> Don't go home or whatever. But they like followed Seth around Edge's house and like he got in the refrigerator and got an apple and the orange juice and he was drinking out of the container. And then he went and got in COVID. Uh, he went and got in Edge's chair and was all like, Yeah. Oh, this is great. He kicked his feet up. Yeah. That's awesome. He made fun James, of, I'm breaking your house and grinding my feet on your couch. <laughs> he made he made fun of uh the girls' artworks and Yeah. I hate when WWE does that shit, though. It's like... Out of fucking control, man. <laughs> it's like when fucking Big Show's dad died. We'll make it personal. And fucking yeah, Boss Man. the fucking coffin. It was one of the worst segments they've ever filmed. And it was like the car was driving at maybe negative two. Big Show jumped on the fucking casket and tried to ride the bitch and fell and off. And rolled. <laughs> and he, fucking and he fell it. off and rolled and tried to sell it like he'd fell off at 50 miles an hour. It was one of the worst fucking things I've ever seen in my entire they're, life. They're not very good at making it, no shit personal. They have all the time in the world, a whole entire fucking week, to shoot a segment that could be fucking marvelous to fucking see. And they have a whole Hollywood staff. Obviously, they got WWE fucking <laughs> movies, right? But we can't film a fucking decent segment and make it look okay. <laughs> like they look, they act like they've got ten minutes before the show to film a goddamn segment, and like. You've it's got not, all fucking week. They got a lot of TV though, man. Five hours of TV make. Well, more than that. Three, four, It's five, like fucking porno six, acting. Six hours of t- eight. Eight? Are you, ta- are you counting NXT UK? Yeah, you got two hours of NXT, an hour of NXT UK, you got three hours of Raw and two hours of SmackDown. It's like porno acting. 
<laughs> well, they're not very good actors. That's what I said. They got all week to shoot something that could come out to be marvelous, and they wait till like six minutes before the show and go, "We got to shoot this gorilla style as fast as we can." <laughs> what, have we, what have we been doing all week? Moving around, dude. There's nah. two shows. They're on fucking. No, the, road the for, fucking wrestlers are on the road. Bruce Pritchard and everybody else is fucking mounted in goddamn. Yeah, but Stanford. If you're going to have them fucking... No, they're on. They're backstage at the shows. Some of them. They ain't all them live shows. Going back to SmackDown. They yeah, all he had happy... Shows. They're not having live shows. Right he had now. Happy Corbin against KO. Which, uh... It's no longer Rudrick Moss. It's Mad Cat Moss. They're not doing live Mad shows? Mad Cat Moss. Yeah, I don't think so. Then they definitely got all week long to shoot a motherfucking promo <laughs> that could be halfway decent. Mad Cap Moss. Yeah. Mad Cap Moss. That's uh, it's like Happy Corbin. That's Happy yep. Corbin's buddy. He had KO lose on his way out the door here in a few months. And they let Bronson Reed go. <laughs> KO ain't going to AEW, and if he is, they're stupid. He's going to AEW. I'm just saying, WWE got rid of a shitload of talent. Buddy Murphy, a lot of really good wrestlers. Guys that could, comes to AEW, guys Cody Rhodes cut. goes back to... Goes back to Monday Night Raw and AEW ceased. Well, that's to only exist. because Arn Anderson called him a fucking loser. <laughs> you know, guys that could get decent promos, guys that could put in good ring work, and then they keep fucking Riddick Moss. It's Madcap Moss. It's like it's now Keith Bearcat Lee. Yeah, but they're trying to throw homages back to the wrestlers from like the 30s and 40s or whatever. So I get that, but like, what what's Riddick Moss doing? Nothing. Being a douche. Uh, you had an eight-man tag match between the New Day and the Street Profits against the Alpha Academy and the Dirty Dogs. It, that That's worth mentioning. That's about it. You already know who won the match. Can't have the, can't have the heels win. And then uh, the main event, you had Sasha Banks against Bianca Belair, which ended with Becky screwing. No, no Becky screwed Bianca, and Sasha got the roll-up one, two, three. And then the show went off the air with uh, Charlotte, who get, got drafted to SmackDown, annihilating both Becky or Bianca and Sasha, and then having a stare down with Becky as they both hold their titles in the air. So that's how SmackDown ended. You know what I think would be neat? That's what I was talking about earlier. Um, Which they got, they got three weeks to figure out what to do with the Raw Women's Championship because Charlotte Flair was drafted to SmackDown. So, so, so Paul Heyman gets sent to Raw to make sure the Usos stay on SmackDown. Say Paul Heyman gets drafted to Raw, right? And then the Usos get drafted to SmackDown. Brock Lesnar can go do whatever he wants. Obviously, he don't want Paul Heyman around, or maybe he does. He hasn't. You can't really tell. So say Paul Heyman gets drafted to Raw, he has to find a whole brand new superstar to represent. Who on Raw would be cool enough, not cool enough, but needs someone like a Paul Heyman to help them out to get them to a WrestleMania main event. Someone who's already been in a WrestleMania main event, someone who's a main eventer right now and is doing absolutely fucking nothing. Bobby Lashley? Fuck that. <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Just got drafted a SmackDown. You could have... Oh, did he? Never mind. I said you could have Paul Heyman build Drew McIntyre on Raw, Drew. have Roman Reigns on SmackDown, have Brock Lesnar going back and forth, and then build that all the way up to a massive three-man three match at WrestleMania for a title. Drew McIntyre's had his time. Not even Pop but, uh, Paul can hate nah, him. But the kids. Drew, Drew McIntyre. He's the Mac. Drew McIntyre was the first pick of the second round to SmackDown. Already had a promo talking about coming after the Tribal Chief for the WWE Universal title. They could still draft 
Paul to Raw somehow. But that would be a neat thing, I would think, if Paul had to find a whole brand new wrestler to represent and couldn't represent Brock or Roman and then was able to... to was able to take that superstar to the main event of WrestleMania, and then that becomes a thorn in the side of Brock and Roman, the fact that Paul found somebody brand new to come in from the left field. And I think they're Roman, or not like, Roman Reigns, but Drew like McIntyre. No. He hasn't Parker. even made his first appearance yet. <laughs> I think someone like a Drew McIntyre could use a push like that. Yeah. Not Edge. You know what they could do with Edge, though? Is money in the bank before WrestleMania? No. After. First pay-per-view, normally after WrestleMania. You have you have until WrestleMania to use the money. They say, give you like they, were able they to give do, you like eleven or ten months to use if the. They, if they were able to do a Money in the Bank match, they could put Edge in that. Have him win the Money in the Bank. Have him win the title the exact same way he originally won it, which is waiting for the main event to get over and then coming in and cashing that bitch in and then which, winning it out from underneath somebody's nose. Which I think this, Edge yeah, gets yeah. his last title run and fucking he can retire again. Which I think this year is pretty much the quickest that the contracts have ever been used. They're and, both already gone. And then he could go to... And they were gone by September. He ain't going... Why is it everybody And then he could go, go to, to AEW and be Sexton Hardcastle. <laughs> because we like AEW. And I like Sexton Hardcastle. It's a neat name. No, that's a weird name. That's Christian Cage and Sexton Hardcastle for life. <laughs> I've seen the pictures. They're drawn. Speaking of the draft, we'll run down the WWE draft, the, uh, or at least night one. I'm not going into the talking smack thing because it's all undercard people for the most part. It's all undercard people anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you got a point. Rules. The, the two, fucking two, two picks. Two picks per round. The three top dogs in WWE have already been fucking taken off the board. So the fucking rest of it's trash. Who? Oh, Roman Reigns not, staying on SmackDown. Big E staying on Raw. Brock Lesnar do whatever the fuck I want. Te- I'm a free te- agent. Technically, Big E switched because he was a SmackDown wrestler. But no, two picks per round. <laughs> Group, you, groups. you ain't fucking selling me that shit <laughs> groups you're not groups, selling me that shit groups factions and tag teams count as one pick that's uh, crazy if you go nwo rule if you go undrafted you are considered a free agent and you can pick what show you want to go rick to. flair made sure that that rule is implemented in the very first draft so the nwo would be able to move as a group here i'm going to beat him to it who yeah, <laughs> you all know who. Yeah, we do. Diamonds are forever, and so is Ric Flair. <laughs> all right, so running down the the picks from <laughs> Raw that happened on SmackDown. It's not on Delta. You had Big E as the number one pick. <laughs> Bianca Belair is going to Monday Night Raw. RK <sighs> Bro is staying on Raw. Edge is coming to Raw. Super Brutality is staying on Raw. So Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash. They name themselves Super Brutality. Yeah. I think our rated RK bro. Is gonna so be a thing. does hold on. Does Rhea Ripley have a super outfit that she puts on too and becomes no, no, something different? No, she's the brutality part. Nikki's the super and she's the brutality. I don't like when they just put fucking teams together like that. I think we're gonna see rated RK bro. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keith Lee staying on roll. The Mysterios are coming to roll. And Austin Theory was the last pick coming up from NXT. To he's he's the only person who's got any talent that they've drafted. I said that's the only thing that happened on Friday. The, if they run him <laughs> right, that motherfucker can be the future of the company. And then SmackDown, the first overall, <laughs> statement. the first overall we'll pick. Does though, Roman Reigns. Uh, Charlotte Flair is coming to SmackDown. Drew McIntyre is coming to SmackDown. Uh, the New Day is coming to SmackDown. Um, Just Kofi and Xavier Woods, though, right? Yeah, because Big E's on Raw. 
Corbin and Moss were drafted together. Hit Rose coming up from NXT. Oh, sweet. Can't wait. Naomi is staying on SmackDown, and Jeff Hardy's coming over for Monday Night Raw. Can't wait to be put to sleep by the lullabies of, of Hit, Hit Row. Does that mean that them and Rick Boogs have a fucking immediate problem with each other? Because ah, <laughs> Rick Boogs is the music guy on... on we, don't, we don't know where Rick Boogs is going yet. You are right. You are right. And where's Seamus landing at? Hasn't been drafted yet. Mm. He'll be one of the ones on Monday Night Raw. What about uh, uh, what's his nuts that plays the guitar? Not Rick Boogs, the other no. one. Elias, he, he, he's dead. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> I haven't heard anything out of Elias. Since what about the, the driver of the car? Uh, Did he get drafted? Sam, you mean Sami Zayn? <laughs> Did he see the one who drove the car? Well, he's the only one in WWE with red hair that was pissed at Jeff Hardy at the time because mm. he was the fake champion. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping it's a fucking someone shows up like Lash LaRue with red hair at some point and I did it for the rock. I did it for the Samoan people. I don't even want to speculate. I've been burnt by this storyline twice now. It, <laughs> they've already <laughs> forgot about this storyline. <laughs> I did it for the rock. Who drove the white Hummer? <laughs> you right. It was me. I did it for you. No big names that are still left. You, got, you still got Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Don't care. You got AJ Styles. Care a little bit. Um, Sheamus. Damien Priest. I bet the rest of it's just no-name motherfuckers and nobody else moves around. Shake up. Yeah, probably. Fuck this bullshit. <laughs> It's pretty much the show's just flip-flopped without their champions changing. Someone needs to line them all up and just let them smack shit out of each other. (laughs) Just tape it for a half hour. Right. (laughs) Whoever wins is the person who gets to fucking actually write the decent (laughs) storylines. All right. We're going to move on to Impact Wrestling. You guys ready for Impact Wrestling? That wasn't, uh, part, that wasn't part of the ending mud show report? Nope, right. they got they got 1501. <laughs> 01. <laughs> uh, the show started with the uh, qualifier for the X Division Championship. The first three-way match, which I was wrong last week. It wasn't TJP. I was close. It was Trey Miguel. They'll start with T. Ooh, the rascal that got away. Ooh, that was my pick. Uh, it was him, Laredo Kid, and Alex Zane. So you guys got a winner prediction? I, I picked TJP last week, didn't I? So does that mean your pick's going to Trey Miguel? I don't know who the other three. I don't, now I don't know who's in the match. I'm taking <laughs> I'm taking Laredo Kid because I like his name. No, it was Trey Miguel. Oh, I should have. That's picked D. Him. That's D'Lo Brown's uh, pick to win it all. He said it as soon as he came out. That's my hands down favorite. That's my pick. See, so do D'Lo Frog Splash? No. Then he ain't winning. <laughs> Yeah, we had uh, the women's. My high spots from this show, though, actually. Shit, I haven't even thought of a high spot. Yeah, I haven't even thought of a fucking high. I haven't even thought of a high spot for the week yet. So I got about half an hour probably to figure that out. (laughs) Uh, You had a uh, number one tag team title or tag team contender match for the women's titles between the Influence, which is Madison Rain and Tanel Dashwood, went up against Jordan Grace and. Rachel Ellering. One of the original beautiful people. Danielle Dashwood probably stole the match. Yeah, her and Madison Rain did. <laughs> Madison Rain's a good female, female wrestler. Man. So the influence are the number one contenders. They'll get a title shot next Saturday night at uh, KO Knockout or whatever that they're doing. It's an entire Knockouts pay-per-view. Uh, 
Christopher Daniels, Fallen Angel. Makes his return. Makes his return match against Madman Fulton. Of course. It's a good match, right? What's a Madman yeah. Fulton? Ace Austin's big fucking brute. It was a really good match. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's actually my high spot for the week. Okay, now that we got your boring bullshit out of the way. <laughs> Christopher Daniel won. Uh, we had the return. Did he do the, uh, the fucking, uh, what did, what did they call his special move? When he puts his hands together praying fucking backflip bullshit. Talking about Christopher Daniels? Yeah. You do realize uh, I watch Impact after I watch uh, Dynamite on Thursday nights. So I'm normally watching it like 10 o'clock at night, so I'm half asleep. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think it's just called The Fallen Angel. Wasn't it? There was a stupex he did that was that shit, but... It's not important. It's irrelevant. We had the return of Heath Slater. Never be champion. To Impact. I got kids. Never made the never had the makings of a varsity athlete. Who? Christopher Daniels? Yeah. He's in the best match best professional wrestling match ever that ever happened. Never be champion. And no, that's a bold statement from AJ me, my Styles, Samoa Joe, and Christopher Daniels. It's not the best match that ever happened. Yes, it is. It is by far. The only thing that would have made it better for him is if you put in Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> that that would make him whip his dick out. He'd have been out. <laughs> uh we had the Eddie Edwards and Morrissey. Street fight, which they tied in the Sammy Callahan injury. Sorry. You're good. I had to sneeze. Turn my mic off. It wasn't COVID. You guys are safe. It wasn't COVID? No. Nope. I ain't using your mic anyway, motherfucker. If it no, was, I, yeah, but it would have been extremely loud had I sneezed <laughs> into it, the microphone. If it was COVID, there's two of us here that are... We, we got our G5. It don't shots. matter. <laughs> it makes it less terrible for you. You get a slightly less head, bad headache. And Actually, I think the best part of... a. Uh, Impact this oh, week. I thought he was. Never mind. They had a vignette between uh, Deanna Perezo and Mickey James, where Perezo drove out to Mickey James's farm and they fought in a fucking horse barn. And what is it with people shit. going to people's houses and fucking around? It makes it personal. But was it, was but it Mickey Vince, James's real house, or they just fronting like she's got a fucking? What if house we go film barn? at their house? We don't got to pay no money for it. It ended, it ended with. It'll make it personal. It ended with wet t-shirts and mud. <laughs> Ooh, it should have been on NXT 2.0. You mean it was had fucking WWE Attitude Era written all over it? Yes, it did. <laughs> WWF Attitude Era? I'm sorry. Get the F out. No, it says broker. I thought it said breaker. <laughs> 2Ks, pal. Two, 2Ks for... No, bro, broker can have 2Ks in it now, too. 2Ks, pal. <laughs> Be twice as hard. <laughs> Guarantee that's what I mean. <laughs> I think we're going to have to move Impact to the Indie Mud Show report. <laughs> <laughs> No, they have the internet champion right now. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, they're uh, creating the uh, digital media, media champion. Di- <laughs> yeah. Digital media champion. Only thing that's cool about Impact is that Bullet Club shows up every once in a while. That and is true. old school TNA fucking throwbacks. Fuck that shit. I get pumped about seeing Which I'm pretty sure there's going to be. And uh, actually, you just, you just talked about Bullet Club and Saban. Guys who overextended Juice. and overused their bodies and now at 38 can't Juice, do shit. Uh, Juice Robinson. They deserve a job. Juice Robinson and David Finley are partnering with Chris Saban to take on Hikaleo, Chris Bay, and El Fantasma in a six-man tag match, I think, on the That's next episode. Really of match. On the next episode of uh, Impact. Just going to showcase what the Bullet Club can do. There's another three-way qualifier match, too, which I know Black Tarus is in it. <laughs> Steve Macklin's in it. Black what? Black Tarus. What is a Black Tarus? Well, it's Taurus, but since he's from Mexico, it's Tarus. He's a he's a part of Decay. He's is he like a like a life set like a is that Eric Young's group? 
No. Is he no. like a normal that's man? Vi- that's violent by design. Is he like a normal man size? No, he's like a man. He's like a minotaur. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is he like a man Mantar. size? Like mantar. I was going to say, is he like a... Half man, half tar. He's, he's like a six foot one El Torito. <laughs> then. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. El Torito. Like, no, it's like fucking Vader. Coming I could, to I could tell you that Steve Macklin's going to win in the match, probably. <laughs> no, no. He dresses like El Torito and wrestles. That's terrible. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Now we're on to 60 minutes. Yes. Is the game over? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. You Green Bay won. Switch it over to the pre-show for the Tampa Bay game now. Now you're right. It's not on yet, though, right? No, but you'll, you'll watch. I Drew- don't give a fuck about Maria Gravolovich. You'll get to watch Drew Brees and uh, Tony Dungy. Sweet. Talking <laughs> in the pre-show. Let's see some sweet Tom Brady highlights. Yeah. Of his... Which Robert Kraft came out and said that the they will career? pause. How long has he played for? What, Brady? 29 years, something like that. He's drafted in 99. Yeah. Like 20 some odd years. 22. <laughs> That's what I just said. <laughs> I still remember his running video. It's sad. Oh, what were we talking about, Impact? No, now it's time to move on to AEW. Oh. Finally, we can get to what we want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> So we can piss Dick off. This is my favorite part of the week. We can piss uh, Dick off quickly. The very first match was Adam Cole against Jungle Boy. It's bullshit. It's bullshit right off the bat. Nah. Yes, it is. Adam Cole, baby. He's a, he's a pillar. And. Jungle Boy. And. AEW don't have a shit ch- chance and fuck. And. Unless they push Jungle Boy, MJF, motherfucking Darby Allen. I already told you. Motherfucking. And I, already, and I already told you about this, though. Adam Cole's music is so popular, it fucking charted this week. Yeah, fuck number one in the metal. Number one in the metal top 100 how about it they finally have a little person that could put jungle boy over and get his personality what do you mean put someone else over adam cole is over i already already explained it to you this week adam cole (laughs) adam cole goes over but jungle boy got over jungle boy takes more from losing the match than he did from winning i think when when jungle boy can Uh, cut him out and cut a promo like adam cole then he will get over jungle boy cuts the promo son no he don't he stands there fucking not not like with his hands on his hips and kind of smiles sideways they put christian with their group because none of them can cut a fucking promo (laughs) none of them not a one i think it's time to unmask they they pulled out fucking luchasaurus and he's trying to use poindexter words all of a sudden like oh i've had this sophisticated language my whole entire life they just don't let me talk ever blah 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 they should take the mask off him but then he don't do that right no he's ugly without the mask (laughs) how do you know that then you can't call him luchasaurus right i'm okay with that too you have to call him you have to call us. It's you'd have the Saurus on his way to the ring. You'd have he to could call be him. fucking Bob Thompson for Giant all you have to call over. him. You'd have to call him Austin, he whatever his last name is. That'd be no fun. He's like Kane. Saurus. He's like Kane right now. Why has he got the mask <laughs> on his face? Did something happen to it? We don't know. Maybe he just likes dinosaurs a lot. No one knows. <laughs> That's the thing. Maybe we just like dinosaurs they a lot. They haven't dove deep into his story yet. That is if true. it was WWE, there'd be a whole reason as to why he had the fucking dinosaur mask on, and fucking <laughs> it'd be a big deal. Yeah, fucking uh, his brother other, Horrible, Vince Horrible Russo was running the show. The thing, maybe the thing is, other than a few bad selling points in the match, it was a overall good. It's probably match. a good thing that it's not a Johnny Ace or a Bruce Pritchard thing, or he would act like a real dinosaur in the ring, and they would probably put claws and all kind of other <laughs> shit on him too. Like You've seen Mantar, Tyrus. That's even worse. Do <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like. They his shit's like right where it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big interception on the Rams, buddy. I'm sorry I had to see that for you. Yeah, I didn't see it. That's good. We probably lost, didn't we? I don't. I don't know, but it was a big interception. Uh, Goddamn Rams! 
Uh, all right. You don't have Kurt Warner anymore. That's what happens. Like in uh <laughs> Dude, we haven't had Kurt Warner in like twenty years. <laughs> then after him you had uh oh shit. Uh, Eric Eric Fettelstein. No, uh <laughs> Why can't I remember his fucking name? Because the Rams are shit horrible after that. Well, you had fucking, what's his name, that broke his knee one year, came back, broke his name, knee the next Sam year. Bra- Sam Bradford. Yeah, that guy. But no, we had we had, uh, we had a guy in between. Brad Johnson? No, maybe. Mike Vick? Maybe. No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like in the Adam Cole and Jungle Boy match, though, like uh, there's a point where Jungle Boy hits Adam Cole with a... Uh, clothesline and adam cole 360 fucking flips and takes the bump yeah i'm sorry that's not a move that needed to happen in that match because jungle boy and adam cole are the same fucking size there's no way that jungle boy is going to flip adam cole like well, that. well he wanted to oversell and make it look like you know he's got some power to him even though he's a small chested boy man uh <laughs> yeah but that's something you would have saved in a match for like it, against lance archer it, it's just like when edge hit um, AJ Styles with the spear and the fucking Royal Rumble and he oversold and broke his shoulder. That's all it is. He just wanted to try to help him get over a little more. He knew the crowd would pop big for it. That's why he did it. Um, I think it's kind of neat sometimes when someone hits, hits someone with a humongous impactful fucking, oh my God, he got lit. Ooh. Fucking, I think it's great when somebody gets hit with a giant impactful clothesline like that and is able to sell like the backflip like that. Like Rikishi used to be able to sell a backflip when he yeah. got hit with a clothesline and it was like, man, he's a big motherfucker. We're doing that. Billy Gunn used to sell like a weird like 360 backflip when he'd get hit with a hard ass clothesline. I think that's Yeah, but neat. they're both like a buck 50. So he came off the road so ropes so hard he fucking gave him all the power, bud. <laughs> and not only that, he's Jungle Boy. He's he got, got the, the power, power of the, the jungle. fucking jungle, dog. <laughs> you seen the video? He's got the monkeys jumping in the trees and shit. He's like down by the that river with a, his hands on the hips and shit. That was a long time ago. No, they still show it. Yeah. Oh, do they? Even they this just, week yeah, when yeah. they showed it, they, they did a still shot on the video of the monkeys and him standing by the water in his little Speedo doing one of these. He's got the fucking power and the might of the jungle, dog. <laughs> plus, he's, plus he's got a sweet theme song. <laughs> Right. You, you got to go like this. Oh, 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 oh. How are you not going to make somebody <laughs> do a backflip with a clothesline when you got that much power? Well. See what I'm saying? It's like Darby <laughs> Allen taking people out with the coffin drop. Old 170 it pounds is. of Darby. Exactly. It's exactly like that. The power of the Undertaker going through his veins. <laughs> <laughs> Makes the coffin drop come down so much more harder. Which then after the match, you had Brian Danielson come out. And well, de- I mean, after the elite came out and demanded another fucking title shot. Well, another match. He yeah. needs to earn like ten wins and then come back and fucking get a title shot. Because so then he challenged. So then he challenged any member of the elite, which nobody accepted. It don't matter. One one had yeah, to do the it worst anyway. one did. No, Tony Khan booked the match after at the end of Dynamite. Well, he's got to oh. take them all out one by one now. He's he's the real elite killer. Not, <laughs> not Frankie. No, Frankie's not. He comes out and gets. I mean, Fran- Frankie came out with uh, all of them too because it. It could have turned into a big brawl, but it didn't. Frank, he just gets beat up. Well, he likes that. The elite hunter, always getting beat up. And then... And then he has to wrestle the fucking worst Jackson at the fucking... At at Rampage. That was COVID. Yeah. (coughs) Sounded like it. But no, yeah. He ends up up going up against Nick... Dick Jackson. Dick Jackson? Dick Jackson. Jackson. Hmm. The fat bald one. Sorry, covers his balding. The, hard, the Indi- Hardly Boys, indigestion. <laughs> too, ate too much chili earlier. Is that why he's wearing the it's fucking not head that time of year? Now they're trying to be five a nacho man. <laughs> well, it's because Nick Jackson's losing his hair. Right, the Hardly Boys. They want to be macho man. They actually, honest to God, they dressed like the Hardys did when they first came to WWF in like ninety six, ninety seven. 
Like, that's how they're dressing right now. It's very strange. The thing is, they're dressing that way just to aggravate people to get their character more over. No, they're coming out in motherfucking... Rompers? Rompers Yeah, they wore them last week, too. I noticed that. Uh, yeah, Generation no, Me needs to go the fuck away. Their, their music... Way to go. You just got to They suck in TNA. They suck in AEW. Their, their music... The B Elite music is B. annoying as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the, the. I know it's the point, but it, that yeah. that alone makes me be like, Ugh, just use Kenny's music when the, you come out. The thing is, they're trying to be annoying because they think that's part of being a heel. They added words to somebody's music in AEW too, and that shit made me sad. I don't remember who Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. I'm sorry, I didn't add words, motherfucker. It's been a song since day one. The night he came out, when the there it was, was the no, song. Yeah, they fucking had it on YouTube before you guys even got home. It's one of like, like the rap yeah. that comes after the Valkyrie part. I don't remember that being on there. That's because it was so fuck. That's because it was so fucking loud. We couldn't hear it after uh, the last night. After the we're like everybody's like That's last night was the first night I've ever heard any word or not. I mean Wednesday was the first time. You yeah yeah I've never heard that. That was the first night I've ever heard words to it. And I was like, man, why they had words to this shit? Then we move on to take that away. We had Cody Rhodes and Big Shotty Lee Johnson. Against Dante <laughs> Martin and uh, Matt Seidel. This is your high spot, or I know it is. M- no, I fast forwarded this shit. So let's just move to the end of the match. No, that was Arn. That was Arn fucking interview. Right. The match, I don't. I didn't need to see it, though. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. Well, let's just move on to the end and talk about Arn Anderson. So uh, Arn. He's a gangster. He quit on fucking Cody, man. He yeah. said, I ain't going to coach a loser and bounce out. Mean streets of Georgia. Fucking talked about if you got robbed. You just let the person have your car. I'm gonna pull my Glock out, blow his head off. So from he, didn't say, he, did, Rome, he didn't Georgia, say he didn't say quite as calm as what Brent did. Brent sounded like a serial killer when he said. <laughs> <laughs> Arn sounded like someone who was trying to protect you, his shit. How do you know I'm not a serial killer? I, well, that's <laughs> true. We don't have any evidence. You know, you know, you know, you, know you don't kill anybody. You know, right? No, you two, you're, you're good. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm, he's at least thought it out. And you guys have never seen me and Batman <laughs> in the same room together either, though. So. That's fucking sweet, too. <laughs> Not that I would want to be Batman. He's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you start. You just opened a whole other can of worms, oh didn't you? Oh, my gosh. That's an argument from way back. It's a lot better than Superman, but... <laughs> Is that all we're going to say about Arn Anderson? Well, I mean, he needs to drop Cody. Go do something important. I, I don't know where, because I don't like... He needs to join MJF. I don't like the... No, that's, that'd be dumb. Then later on in the show, Malachi Black. The, the, it is, the, uh, the guy he took with him when he left. I don't he's Lee, not, I don't Lee care Johnson. for him that much. Yeah, I don't see him being a megastar, superstar. Like he, no, but he earned his dues already. He lost like 35 matches on Dark. Like It kind of was pointless for Arn to be out there with Cody in the first place, I felt like. so. Well, they got to tie something to his dad. Well, Arn Anderson ain't the one. Well, no, but I mean, it's, <laughs> it's been better for him and his brother just to be together every Rick week. Flair. That would even that only way it would make sense right now for Ric Flair to come in if they were to do that Is would if be he wouldn't to, have shoved his wiener under a flight attendant. Would to be to turn Cody heel and, not a and then say pre- not that a very pretty flight attendant either would be for Cody Oof. to turn heel because I've said for a long time and everybody knows that he's more like Ric Flair than he is Dusty anyway. So what the smart thing would do if, if they he is he wears suits and shit he's got the blonde hair fucking all pressed up nice looking fucking limousine riding jet flying motherfucker does, does, Dusty, Dusty was, did that for does a minute. the figure four Dusty did the fucking New York gimmick for a fucking hot minute other than that he was driving around in pickup trucks with fucking hay bales in the back that was his gimmick that was his thing he was a hardworking man he was the son of a plumber right well he's 
Cody is not. Wind and dine with kings and queens. Cody is limousine riding, jet flying because his dad gave him money his whole entire life. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? So if they was to get Cody over as a heel and they were to bring Ric Flair in, which probably that will not happen now because of other things that have happened. But... Like, Arn Anderson ain't the one to be coaching Cody Rhodes anyway. Like, Arn Anderson was never a fucking top guy. He was a tag team guy. Dude, he was Cody the, Rhodes is a singles wrestler. Dude, Arn Anderson was over, son. He was after a tag the, team fucking wrestler, No, dude. in the fucking four horsemen he was. But for a decade after that, he was in fucking main event matches all the fucking time. Top of JCP right before well, WC, but W bought him out. Did shit. he ever win the world he, title? He was over. He could cut. Yeah, twice. The world fucking, heavyweight title. Yes. WCW. Arn Anderson is a fucking WCW heavyweight fucking champion twice over. He's a fucking. I don't know if that's a fact. Or unrated not. in the ring. Underrated in the ring. Fucking You're, underrated on the mic. You'll definitely have to look that one up. I know. I got to. I remember the TV title, but I don't remember. I don't think Arn Anderson was world heavyweight champion WCW. Either way, I mean, he's up on that and level. And he's definitely, he's definitely went for the title a million times. If his it was feuds, a tag team, I could understand why with, you'd want Arm to be your. T- but as a singles about, wrestler, I mean, Arm never with, did. His feuds with Flair were good too. Right, but he always he's lost. Had, no, no, I don't think. I mean, I'm I don't know sure if he, he ever all, won a title pretty, from Flair. I'm pretty but. sure he always lost to Ric Flair, pretty much. Man, Drew Brees is gonna lose his record tonight. Fuck. Like a lot of a lot of wrestlers, oh, you hey, ask who the best wrestler. Where do you get all his hair back from? Hair Clifford Men, dog. Nah, he got Bosley. Oh. <laughs> Either way. All right, so you're looking up the Arn Anderson shit. I am looking up trying to find his titles. So we had a, a six man tag match: Moxley Kingston and Darby Allen against Bear Country and Anthony Green, making his first appearance on Dynamite. Straight up fucking filler match. Just had to have the three over guys beat up and comers. So on to the MJF promo. Yeah, he's been NWA slash WCW television champion four times. Tag team champion of NWA once. NWA that was national. NWA World Tag Team Championship once. NWA Mid Atlantic World Tag Team title five times. Tully Blanchard twice. Larry Zabisco once. Bobby Eaton once and Paul Roma once. And that's it. He was definitely in main events, though, with cha- in championship matches. Yeah. I think he went against Ric Flair two or three times. But never beat him. No, it's Ric Flair. Like I said, the the best option for them to be if they were to turn Cody heel on, and out of the whole entire situation would be to have Ric Flair come in as that, his new coach. Because Cody's already a limousine riding jet flying. Arn Anderson don't even represent that shit. If you look at him now... You know, Arn Anderson looks like fucking old man watching football on Sunday. (laughs) Ric Flair still wears suits and dresses to the dime. Like, that fits Cody Rhodes' personas so much better. Like, it just... But where does Arn go from here is the thing, and I don't know. Because, like, it wasn't a heel promo. Everybody loved it. But going to go coach Malachi Black. No, because that would make him an instant heel, because Malachi is kind of the only reason... I was just being a smart ass. I think he goes to Lance Archer, because Jake Roberts is... Can't fucking cut a promo without having promo without having oxygen. You know, unless they start trying to do Cody versus Lee, but even then, like crickets. Lee, Lee Johnson, maybe five years down the road, will be something for AEW, but he still has a lot to learn. That's what I'm saying. Like they couldn't even have him and Cody go to each other right now, and they like Arn can wrestle. I mean, I guess they could try to push his son, <coughs> but and he has less matches than Shoddy. You know, I don't know. I don't. I just. I don't know where Arn goes. Maybe it's time for Arn to be off TV for a little bit. He ain't been the best. So now it's time to move on to the four pillars of AEW with his Applebee's card out there. <laughs> Ooh, I lied. This is my high spot. <laughs> Man, 
Why does it got to be Applebee's? Applebee's fucking sucks. Well, what do you uh, that card that he has? The little plastic card he carries looks like one of them little pre-dinner well, cards they we'll give you at Applebee's. A, we'll say it's a Denny's menu. All right, <laughs> it's got more options. Breakfast all day. Yeah, moons over my hammy. <laughs> Great when you're drunk at 4 a.m. <laughs> uh, Danny's uh, the shits. Uh, gives you the shits. Yeah, it definitely does. All right, I'm moving on to the four pillars of AEW. Slide dick right through you. <laughs> the four pillars of <laughs> AEW. Fucking A. MJF. Darby Allen. <clears throat> well, oh, you're calling Darby a pillar now? Last uh, week well, he wasn't I mean, shit to you, dog. That's because they keep signing these motherfuckers, taking screen time away from some originals and shit. Some I'm of them don't you, need it, though. As soon as Cody Rhodes leaves AEW, AEW goes downhill. The momentum swings he the other way. He ain't gonna leave AEW. I don't know. He's Cody, going, Cody, doesn't even, Cody doesn't even have any power in AEW He has anymore. to embrace the heel. He took creative control from everybody. He has to embrace the fucking heel. Tony, Tony Khan. Tony Khan took it from everybody. Yeah, right. Cody doesn't Absolute have Absolute power corrupts, absolutely. He ain't going back to WWE. Cody Rhodes going to WWE. The momentum swings the other way. He's got two. He's got both the TNT shows going for him. WWE's going to go over there, and they're going to be like, Cody, this is the Miz's gimmick. <laughs> You're going to be Stardust. Oh, the Miz hasn't been drafted yet. Speaking of the Miz. Nobody fucking cares He was about on Celebrity Miz. Wheel of Fortune the other day with Jason Alexander. The Miz? Mm-hmm. That's where he belongs. <laughs> People like Jason Alexander. <laughs> Me and Angie kind of keep up on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. If he's Johnny Cage, I won't watch Mortal Kombat. Celebrity Jeopardy's better. <laughs> if he's Johnny Cage, I won't watch a second Mortal Kombat movie. I'll be done. I hope he is. He's not, not even a martial artist. All right, back to the four pillars. <laughs> Fuck the Miz. We're, we're at least Johnny Cage-wise. That's terrible. Terrible casting, <laughs> if they do that. Bad booking. Bad booking. Bad booking. All right, I can't the four pillars. The, I can't Sammy, Gu- the Sammy Guevara oh, Sammy and Jungle Guevara. Boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy. Darby, Darby Allen, MJF, and Chris Jericho. MJF, that's what they were talking about. <laughs> this, just, this whole thing is talking about. I'm just joking. He comes out and says that uh, fucking but honestly, he's had some titles and MJF never uh, has or honestly, whatever. Honestly, Chris Jericho is probably the yourself. biggest pillar of He's the roof AEW. on top of it, keeping him safe. No, he's the motherfucker that got him up off the ground. Because if it wasn't well, for Jericho going there off the bat, it would have just been like, oh, it's Kenny yeah, he, Omega and he Cody Rhodes. And he's the like, foundation eh. then. But then yeah, people Jer- was like, it's Jer- Jericho. Jericho holding the champion, being the first champion, brought legitimacy to AEW. It, it gave everybody the, oh my God, factor. Because Jericho, who you know said he would never wrestle any place other than WWE, came out and was like, I'm wrestling for AEW now. I think Bret Hart fucking giving it out, gave it more nah, legitimacy. That's, that's not even a, they don't even barely talk about that shit. They're about to. Which oh, also, not Brett. Quit, which trying also, to back, quit trying to put the spotlight on the wrong motherfucking brother. <laughs> which also on a, oh, this coming Wednesday that. night is the second anniversary of Dynamite. So they've been on TV officially for two years. And in that two years, they've only had three world champs. Okay. Has that been two years? You, you see CM Punk put up a put out a tweet when he's, you know people were trying to compare him to Bret Hart when they you know, him and Darby did the match or whatever, and he said he was really proud of that fact of that. He said because when I grew up, he saw my super. He's as gro- he said growing up, I was a super huge Shawn Michaels fan. Man, but his shit don't hold up. He doesn't remember a lot of Shawn Michaels matches, but you remember a lot of Bret Hart ma- matches. Like that's the same way for me. That's because Bret's the best. They're well, he is was, the best there was and the best there ever will be. He was the, the top guy in of execution. He was top guy in WWF before he was top guy in WWF for a long fucking time. And like like I said, I can even could, even could as a big as Shawn Michaels fan as I was in DX and everything, like I can still remember Bret Hart's matches they way were, better. I can close my eyes and watch a Bret Hart match right now before I could even do that with a Shawn Michaels match. And it's just he was a an artiste. <laughs> he was. 
I do uh, really like Darby coming out during that promo, though, and being like, I won a title. What about you? Yeah. And then later that night, Sammy won the TNT title. So we got two champions that are pillars. Too soon for for Sammy. No. Two years is too soon. Mm -hmm. No. I think they should have built it up a little bit better instead of him just cutting well, a promo one week saying, not, I'm going to buy you a car. You don't need to build up the TNT title. It's the television title. Yeah, it's fucking... Even then, though, they still had like... Yeah, we, they still the, had like... The, t- uh, the TV title needs to be defended at least once a week on Rampage or Dynamite. That's fine, right. but you can still build up a small little rivalry for the belt. Well, they did They did build it up with the whole Fuego. For it. God's favorite fucking they, they slow, they did a, bag. They did a slow build. They did a slow build for the fact that Fuego Del Sol is friends with Sammy. So by Fuego losing twice and his car, that brought Sammy Guevara into How it. How fucking stupid are you to put a car up when you don't even have any money? <laughs> because Sammy's going to buy him a new car. Yeah, well, he didn't know that at the time. Well, yeah. <laughs> See, he Fuego. wanted a shot at that title. Fucking terrible. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, the 16-man tag match, which was just fucking ridiculous, between uh, Dark Order with Orange Cassidy against the Hardy family. It yeah, wasn't it was ridiculous because the whole show was dedicated to Brody Lee. It was Brody Lee dedication night, well, it's, basically. It's ridiculous to have a six, well, no, it's ridiculous to have a 16-man tag match. Yes. CM Punk even called that out on the mic. Was they, like, oh, we're not going to know what's going to about to happen. They could have just had the Dark Order and cut out Orange Cassidy. And, and can't, can't do that. Orange Cassidy is negative one's favorite wrestler. Oh. So that's why Orange is well, in the match. My deal was like... On the radio, bully. You know, I like. I don't know if you listened to last week's uh, busted open the day after that show or not, but I probably did. Bully, you, you know, he had a very good way of the way they could have ended that match that would have gotten probably a bigger pop from the crowd, maybe, and and just like instead of having Orange Cassidy be in it, they could have had Negative One be the fifth man. And then you got Brody's kid up there, and then when they end the match, say you know that's the first time his kid gets tagged in. He goes up to the top rope, and then you know a couple of the Dark Order guys or whatever will pick him up and slam him down on top of the other dude. He gets the pin for the three, and then Brody Lee's son negative one actually gets the win for the group. And then you know that's the, then then you could have just had the Dark Order without Orange had, Cassidy had a know. huge pop, right? And then but, negative one would have got the win, but, which is Brody Lee's son. But then, you don't, but, son, then he, so. but then you don't get the hug in the middle of the ring between the best friends Fuck and that. all the Dark Order. Give you got to give the people what they want. Yeah. No. Uh, I think that would have been a way better ending to have his kid be Chris part Statlander. of the match. I mean, you got Chris Statlander looking good. Braun Strowman won. They could have just brought her in in the chicks match that was later. And they could even done the shit. They could even done the shit they did with Adam Cole, which is real gimmicky, and you probably wouldn't like it, and nobody on TV would like it. And they could let fucking they could have let his son get in there, had somebody on their knees, and had him run up and throw the fucking clothesline on him, and then give him the pin. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, see, man. see, he'd hey. be a person that would get mad about that. Me and you would pop for hey. some shit like that hey, because Adam, why hey, would negative. you pop? Negative, sh- negative because ones. Because it's just fucking kid, man. Negative one's already beaten Adam Cole. That's I, why I said they could have done something similar to that, you know. And uh, Chris Jericho's cruise, by the way, is in a couple weeks. Still a couple tickets left. You're trying to go on it. Negative one on that. Too. He he doesn't uh, no. have the time to go on it. But Jericho and Orange Cassidy will be tag team with each other for the first time ever. No, I'm not going. And there's a bunch of live shows and shit they're doing as well too. Adam Cole, like Britt Baker, bucks. a bunch of people is going to be there. It's only like fifteen hundred yeah. bucks to go. Lots of you don't have the time off from work to do that. <laughs> That's true. Should have planned your COVID shot a little better, bud. <laughs> <laughs> then you had TJ against Bunny or the Bunny and Penelope Ford, which yeah, it is what it is. 
uh, she finally, I mean, they, they, she finally got her, I guess, revenge ish. Yeah. Cause old girl tried to pull the nux out and they denied her. <laughs> same, same story that happened with orange Cassidy and her husband for yeah. like a month before she just that. Took the fucking nux and started doing it to the chick instead. So, yeah, you know, whatever. And then you had the TNT championship match between Sammy Guevara and Miro. All shit rolls downhill. <laughs> All shit runs down. Huh? I mean, for the match before this one. Oh, this one kind of too. <laughs> I was going to say, how shit rolled downhill for Sammy right and Miro. Because it was an all right match, like he said. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I like Miro a lot, so. No, I think I think he just fucking touched a nerve with his god shit with you. Like, he hasn't done anything jack shit since he's been in AEW. He, he just likes all. that his god's up top and his wife's down below. Yeah. That was good shit. I've been a fan of him <laughs> since he was in WWE. Yeah, that's great, but he hasn't done jack shit since coming to AEW. He wanted fucking, he's had like maybe two good matches. He was 15 and 0. The match he had was I know. with uh, coming in fucking squashing people. He's had a lot of really good matches. No, like two. Eddie Kingston in particular, the last pay per view was a really good fucking match we went and watched. Yeah. Eddie, you, Eddie actually beat him in that match. Two matches because you don't too. like watching him wrestle, motherfucker. No, I used to like him in WWE, but he ain't done jack shit. I didn't like him in WWE once he got past the Rusev Day shit. Like, he's done over the hill. Over him. Dude, it's Robert Kraft is really fucking Time tiny. to wind it down. You're a comedy he, act. And then they fucking debuted he, him, and he was fucking a comedy act in AEW right at the beginning, too. Well, that's why Tony Khan put a fucking stop to that shit real quick and changed the, the shit up for him. With the best man. Because, like I said, the man comes on the radio every week and says he has big plans for Miro. Well, yeah, he's supposed to be one of the next... Lose to Sammy Guevara. He's supposed to be one of the next world champs. Sammy Guevara's over, according to you motherfuckers. He I'm deserved right. it. He needed yeah. it. It's I'm his time. Right. Which Not means Miro needs to move on up to the fucking TNT or the regular that's world heavyweight title. That's how he gets in the main event pictures, losing to Sammy Guevara. But Omega's got to lose that title in order for another heel to come. Well, it'll be. Well, speaking of that, it'll be interesting because uh, next week on Dynamite we have the. Uh, we forgot to mention also that uh, MJF came out and basically challenged fucking Kenny Omega for a title shot, kind of without challenging him before he got interrupted, and then also. Uh, no, I'll just save it for my high spot because that's what my high spot for the week is. I ain't going to say it right now. Which uh, next week on Dynamite, we have the uh, Casino Ladder match. Seven guys. Uh, we know six of the seven. You got Pac, Andrade, John Moxley, Lance Archer, Orange Cassidy, Matt Hardy, and a Joker. And it's going to be a main eventer, and it is not going to be Adam Page. I do know that much. It could be Adam Page. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Could be. The dirt sheets have spoken, Brent. It ain't Adam Page. He's staying the dirt, home. The dirt, the dirt sheets is Dave Belzer, who doesn't know Dick. It ain't Dave Belzer, my friend. Could be. It's Ryan Satin. Either, either way, Brian Last. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't know who's. Or we could get a surprise. Who knows what the Joker's going to be? Oh, I hope it's fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> hey man, if that glass, <laughs> be. if the glass broke, I think the place. If the would, glass broke, Vince McMahon would sue the place and it would shut down. Yeah, probably. But if, <laughs> if, goes, if the glass broke, I think the stadium would burn down just from people flipping out. <laughs> oh, they would rush the stage. Terrible. So this is breaking news. Brock Lesnar and Ric Flair will simultaneously appear on Joe Rogan's podcast together. Yeah, I seen that. I seen that this morning. Ain't that breaking? You think they'll? Yeah, they'll talk about the plane ride from hell. I bet you. <laughs> You're gonna have to. You think they'll be talking about fucking little Brock getting out? See, he's doing it again. You interrupt him. We were talking about Joe Rogan experience. He's got to go up and pee. Well, I'm trying to find now this. It's just gonna be me and you talking about Ric Flair and Joe Rogan and Brock Lesnar's Peter apparently. 
Yeah, a little red rocket. Um, I'm trying <laughs> to find this story levels. that I read earlier that said that it was definitely not going to be Adam Page in the uh, the uh, ladder match, but it's gone now, and we've got Venom stuff up. So <laughs> there's mid credit scenes apparently in the Venom movie. Now that we're going off the base, <laughs> everybody stay when the credits hit in the <clears> Venom <throat> movie, so you can catch that mid mid. I'm kind of excited about it. It's had a better weekend. It's a second Shut biggest opening. Shut the fuck up, in. mister. I hate the first one. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, no. He fucking ruined Venom, man. It's the second biggest opening in October behind the Because there ain't nothing else out? It beat the original. I mean, uh, uh, right now, overseas, Dune opened overseas before it opened in America because it's opening simultaneously on HBO Max in here. So the yeah. director bitched enough that they would open it over there. It's made like 70-some million dollars over there already. That's crazy. It's going to be a good movie. I'm excited for that. Yep. Ready to rumble too? You ready for it? <laughs> About David Arquette's daughter? There's What? They're making a ready to rumble too? <laughs> no. Tony Khan. No, but I think Tony I Khan. just, if anybody listens to this podcast, <laughs> I just put the bug in there. <laughs> Women's wrestling's a big thing right now. Ready to rumble too? David Arquette's daughter. That's all I'm saying. Starring Tony Khan. Instead of Jimmy the, the King, it's fucking Sherry the Queen. <laughs> and it's still, I will rule you. And Titus Sinclair's got to be in it again. Joy pants. He's like Paul Heyman. He <laughs> found a way to get back into the wrestling business again. No, Tony Khan is probably bankrolling this. Just so to let he's you know, be in that position. Just to let you know, the yeah. uh, that guy award on that rewatchables podcast that I watched is, is it actually called that guy award? It's the Joey Pants Award. It's the Joey Pants oh, Award. Yeah, man, Joey Pants is a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> so does Jade Cargill jump up to the number one contender after see, she defeated Nyla Rose? I seen and a, uh, a picture. Rosa? I seen a picture online, and it was her walking out to the ring this week, and a dude had a huge sign that said "bathroom break," and her doing this, just flipping him off as she was walking by. <laughs> I like her a lot, man. She's a she, good wrestler. She took out the number one contender, Thunder Rosa. So that means she jump up to number one in the rankings. She's entertaining. What's her? Uh, what's her? Undefeated. I mean, oh, she's Jared not really Cargill? a good guy, but she's not really a bad guy. I, it's her she's manager. She's that bitch. Yeah. yeah she's, she, she's, I don't like her manager. I think what that's did what she say is. this week? Smart, smart She said something Sterling. real fucked up to... Oh, man. I thought She said something to the crowd, didn't she? Or somebody no, in the crowd? it was like to Brandy Rhodes or something, I thought. No. I she no did idea. say something on the mic, but I thought it was to somebody in the crowd. I thought she, because she takes the Come mic. on, let's go beat these bitches asses or something yeah, like that. She cut, she cut a little promo or something. I can't remember what exactly she said, but yeah. I don't like the yeah the dude who's her manager. He's too much. With his clever name of Smart Mark Sterling. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yeah. And then the main event of Rampage, Orange Cassidy, oh. Jack Evans, hair for hair match. What about Leo Rush? Yeah, fuck Leo Rush. He came Unreti- back out of retirement again. Unretiring yeah, yeah. for the 18th time. He's got a bunch of money now. He's like Happy Corbin. He went and... Uh, I watched his, Cameron, was, uh, his Cam- Cameron his, Grimes. His was like Dogecoin or something. He made a shitload yeah, of money. Yeah, so Cameron, Cameron Grimes. <laughs> so he, he, he's got hitters and shit in Miami with boats and trucks. and. He's an idiot. L- literally this year, Leo Rush has retired like twice, and he's left a reality show. Yeah. Lashley. And didn't he have a rap song come out with Enzo? Pretty sure, pretty sure him and Enzo had a rap song together. No idea. I don't know. No, you remember Enzo, right? No, yeah, I, okay. I know. I knew who Enzo is. No, he he had a rap. Le- Leo record. Rush was on uh, one of the episode or one of the seasons this year of uh, the Real World Road Rules Challenge shows. He's on reverse, MTV. Reverse, isn't it? And uh, he left the show 
like mid show. Yeah, they had a um, they had a celebrity <laughs> had challenge a, on there he, this year. He had to, yeah, he had to retire from that too because he mentally he mentally couldn't be there. Him and there was a couple other wrestlers on there too. I think the Miz was back on there. Supposed supposedly going to be back on there. Miz wasn't on. WWE that didn't approve it. Well, no, he's he's got too many other projects he's on going fucking on. Dancing with the stars, dog. Yeah. I thought he tore his ACL. He can't dance with a torn ACL. That, that oh, was more all, WWE that was lies, all, huh? That was all storyline. For the so fucking could, zombies, right? Fuck this bullshit. That was all storyline. <sighs> so God damn it. That's your fault. Ooh, why so, is it my fault? You're moving move. around like you got fucking problems. So he could break up... Uh, Ants in the pants. So they could break up the greatest tag team of the 21st century. Dick just tried to ruin the podcast. Eh, it's only the headphone amp. All right. <laughs> I got to be able to hear myself talk or it doesn't work. Oh, all right. I don't think that's true. Huh? I think we could just sit here without the headphones and talk and record it. No, I wouldn't. Know <laughs> I wouldn't know how loud my voice is, and I'd be screaming on the mic all the time. Oh. I'm hard hearing. The bad part <laughs> is I have to amplify your voice most shows. Whatever. All right. <laughs> Until you get really worked up, and then I don't. I fucking start talking a lot louder then, all the time. <laughs> Fuck it. Dial up to eleven, pal. Yeah, every time I speak. <laughs> so we're out of wrestling for the week. Ooh. So I think it's time for the high spots. Oh, okay. Did you figure yours out? Because you didn't really do, you didn't have a half hour. You had like maybe fifteen and a half minutes. <laughs> no, I said that like an hour and a half ago. Fifteen half, and a half, half minutes an, ago. No, I said about forty minutes ago. Oh. Did you figure it out yet? Nope. Nope. I told you mine. Christopher Daniels coming back, fallen angel. Yeah, that's sad. It's not a high <laughs> spot. It's a sad spot. That's a soft spot on a baby's head. That's what that is. <laughs> Mine's um whenever the Dark Order versus uh Hardy fa- fucking faction was going on, um Negative One comes out and Dark Order's fighting with each other and fucking Evil Uno gets shoved out of the ring, goes walking up the ramp. What's the first thing Negative does? One throws the goddamn papers and hits him square in the face with it, and he sells it like he got hit by a fucking chair. Man, this shit was the best. That's what Brody used to do: throw the papers at him all the time when they were at getting to where they fucking thought they knew more. Oh. That's good shit. Fuck you. Better like than the fucking Mr. the Rogers. fallen angel coming back to impact. Like oh man, what an impact! Hey, Mister Rogers' if you, fucking moment you have, of the week. He made you, a real you, impact at impact, didn't he? He if you, did. If you have, if you have any kind of heart, man. And uh, Mister Rogers about made you cry, motherfucker. The, bro, <laughs> the, bro, the Brody Lee thing is still sad. It is. It is very sad. It's you know to to see a dude who had a great wrestling career like that just fucking especially since he was on a roll no, to, I'm sad about him but when it happened to Eddie Guerrero he was on a roll to become WWE the world champ using him that's a whole other he had a heart attack my man this dude's I, I, lungs got eaten up by a fucking strange disease right I get it's this not COVID they both related. died everybody jumps on WWE's ass when fucking they put Eddie Guerrero in the fucking Hall of Fame you're just using him to fucking market him and use his name after he dies blah 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 but when AEW does it Oh, it's the saddest fucking greatest moment of the week. I've, I've never said that about WWE over exploiting Eddie Guerrero at all. Dude, that's what that's what the big deal is with them. Like, I don't think I I've no, ever heard. Anybody I have no say problem with. They them. used the Rey Mysterio fucking. I mean, using I think his gimmick I think and shit for like Rey a year Myst- and a half after he fucking died. I think that's put him the in only... the fucking Hall of Fame. People are saying he's exploiting his fucking name. I think that's the only reason Rey Mysterio won the title right. that year is because Eddie Guerrero passed away. I don't, I don't think he respectively earned it through WWE or Vince McMahon's eyes. Vince McMahon don't want no three foot fucking champion. <laughs> he don't. That's why Rey Mysterio was out of the belt like within three months and fucking was injured and gone for two months. That's what I'm saying they cashed that Eddie Guerrero paycheck. And now AEW's cashing that fucking Dark Order paycheck when they should just break the shit up and forget Not about really. it. Not really. They only have a, a Brody Lee shit once a year. One right. one show to him once a year to dedicate. Well, this show was just because it was in Rochester, New York. It was a rescheduled show. 
This was this was from 18 months ago when they were supposed to. Uh, Brody Lee was supposed to debut in his own city. Now, had they rebranded the TNT title, the Brody Lee title, and fucking like a bunch of weird shit like that, then I could say, yeah, they were over exploiting the shit just a little bit much. But I don't think they don't really talk about it. They very, talk about him all the time. Eh, not really. Not I mean, negative one's been on there like fucking six times. He's already got a contract with AEW. He hasn't right? been, he hasn't been on TV in like probably f- six months or so. The Dark Order's barely That's been what on I'm TV. Saying. Really. Yeah, he uh, he was uh, fucking off in school and not doing what he was supposed to. Yeah, so so his, yeah, Tony's like, you're not coming on until you get your grades back up. So you know, it, the they fact that haven't really been running about into that in the fucking national wrestling organization is fucking ignorant. I don't know, man. <laughs> It's sad. I mean, it's if Owen Hart's family wouldn't have treated WWE the way they did, and which under, I'm not you saying think they would have brought fucking seven year old fucking Owen's son fucking into the ring to fucking give people the claws and shit. Probably mm. just to let people know too, since you got Monday or you got Sunday Night Football on. Ever since uh, Faith Hill left Sunday Night Football, Carrie Underwood's song has got worse and worse and worse and worse every fucking year. I don't listen to the entrance of <laughs> that's my high spot. Of I the just week. don't don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just no. don't listen to the entrance of football. That's always equally terrible every night of the week. She's still trying to do fucking Faith Hill's song, and then she tries to change it every year, and it just gets worse and worse. And then you're talking about people overexploiting shit. WWE's got Connor's Cure and all kinds of other shit they overexploit with little small children. Uh, not A-W- on air as part of their show and shit. Oh, for show sure. They dedicated, a, they, Connors, they dedicated Connors a piece Cure? of the Hall of Fame to fucking a little kid coming Right, right. That's the Hall about. of Fame, not fucking WrestleMania. This is one show like one night of the year. For the last... Dog, they talk about it all the fucking time. Every Con- time Dark Connors, Order's fucking Connors Cure has a They still left that shit going. Like every 20 or 30 minutes for an entire month for pediac- pediatric cancer month. Right. They're fucking raising money all, for that shit. Like, so is AEW, but they just put a shirt out that you can buy. Like just like they did with I'm the Brody Lee shirt, it's a fucking waste of screen time and a waste of their talents and a disservice to the memory of them. They I should break so. those guys up. They could fucking have their own shit fucking going. Like that's all. That's all they're going to be known for. That's it. There you go. Cash a Brody Lee paycheck and go home. A couple of them, maybe two or three of them, but there's a few. There's a few dudes in there who can end up being something. All right, I got to get I got a high spot for the week. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a uh, Mark Henry's main event segment on rampage with uh orange cassidy and jack evans and matt hardy where where he goes wait what am i doing orange cassidy goes wait what am i doing he's like it's a hair for hair match if you lose they're gonna shave your head he's like oh well i ain't gonna lose then (laughs) 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 and then uh, i got an honorable mention too uh this week's dark side of the ring motherfucker didn't have one fmw 20 minutes ago two. two yeah Because I was thinking why you, why you guys were fucking arguing. Yeah, Onita. Asushi Onita's wrestling promotion. Oh, the promotion. I thought you just met him in general. No. Never heard of it. Never heard of her. FMW. What's, what, what does it stand for? What's she like? Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling. Why ain't it FMAW then? Because martial arts is like one word. word. Yeah, why are you trying to be... It's hyphenated. Oh, it had a... Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. It had a Mick Foley... Had uh, Sabu over there, which had the had the original Sheik. I mean, it's, it's good. It's that good. dude's still alive. It's got a little history. Yeah, he's original still alive. Sheik, yeah. Original Sheik, still even alive. though he almost died over there in the match where they let the fucking ring on fire. That doesn't happen. <laughs> what? I said that doesn't happen. Okay. What doesn't happen? Rings getting lit on fire. <laughs> no, they literally caught the fucking ring on fire. It was uh, it was Onita. 
and Terry Funk, I think. I know. I'm just, yeah. I'm just fucking. Oh, yeah. It doesn't happen anymore though. Not, which not, which Onita was the original one that came to and it goes poof. Not around here. Yeah. Onita was the original one that came back to the ring to cover his friend, which was Terry Funk, when the ring actually <laughs> did go boom. We had a, a fucking. Uh, no, I thought they got out the last second before it exploded. No, it exploded. I thought he got him up and out of the ring at the very last second before it blew he up. He fucking lays on much. top of him and it blows up. Well, my God, he's dead. Well, we had panic attacks is what we had in 2021. <laughs> they had fucking sparklers. Which, hey, <clears throat> panic attacks are a real thing. I have them and I pass out. I don't freak out like that and pass out. But yeah, they just hit you and you just pass out. It ain't like a. You do, I don't think you have anxiety. I think you get abducted by aliens. It, it, it ain't. It ain't like a get fucking. You still getting chased by balloons, by the way. It ain't like a. You're rushing. You're, you're rushing yourself so hard. You've that seen you, another balloon that, that you, you throw yourself you. into a panic attack and pass out. It's more like a. You're just doing something and it just fucking happens upon you and you pass out. It ain't you know, a fucking push yourself into a situation. You don't have control over it. My fucker, you woke up in Oakford one time leaving Beardstown. Yeah. It's like, hey, you ever lose time? That's different. That's not that's not a panic attack. And then Scott Bale gave him pink eye. <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> Losing time is different than a panic attack. A panic attack, I pass out, fall out, hit the floor, smoke my head. Like Yeah, I remember that happening too, but you don't think that had nothing to do with it? Nah, stress is different. I know. think you got abducted by aliens twice. I, I think if you like the show, you're a fan of the show. Travel through universes is what check, I do. Check out our uh, Facebook page. <laughs> We're on Twitter. No, the original me from this universe is gone, and now I've entered this one from a different universe. Because ever since that day, <laughs> shit has been... trying to get back? No, but he ever took, since that day, shit has took, been going strange took, in took, my life. He took the red pill. Seriously. <laughs> Deaths, all that shit. I know. Strange I'm things. I'm trying to laugh at you, but you were being chased by balloons. Still but, am. <laughs> you're still getting chased by balloons? They're everywhere, Have you seen man. one since the HQ? Yeah, there's. I've seen another one at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey, hey, laughs> A yellow one to be exact. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try this again. If you like the show, you're a fan of the show, you can check out our Facebook page, uh, our Twitter page. Uh, we like to thank our sponsors, uh, you know you Anchor FM. What? Do you know you was on Twitter? I am. Yeah, well, I'm not on Twitter, but I'm on Twitter. I guess. You're on Twitter. I don't get on Twitter. and I don't go fuck about anybody's we, we got the tw- thoughts <laughs> on Twitter. We got the Twitter machine. And I'll tell you right now. The black hole. <laughs> the black hole of social media. Fuck fucking Twitter. Oh, man. I kind of want to get on there and just start getting people to talk shit. About I'm not you. giving you. You probably I'm don't not, even know how to talk on Twitter. I'm not giving <laughs> you the password. <laughs> fuck that shit. No, I'm just going to get on there and talk shit as me on That's the a, Twitter page. Part of the doomed civilization is motherfucking Twitter. <laughs> Where do you think I learned about a lot of my indie mud show stuff? You should fucking get on Google. Are you arguing Clint's point for him? What? Fuck Twitter. <laughs> no. So probably one of the indie mud shows being the downfall of 20,000 people on Twitter decide they don't like some shit. You got to apologize for it. No, I don't. Because all I post on our page is, hey, check out our podcast. But what I'm saying is if you put something on Twitter and 20 grand motherfuckers are like, yo, this shit ain't right. You got to apologize. They might put your ass in jail nowadays. That's yeah, fucking probably. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Or you might lose your fucking Hollywood career, your sports job, or whatever the fuck, because you was like, mm, damn, fucking, Calm I don't down. like brown socks. Calm down, Rick. All right, we're going to end the show on that note. So uh, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Uh, next week we got a uh, bonus episode because we have prior engagements. Fucking tell me about Twitter. So <laughs> we will see you guys next week.